right, everybody, eyes up here. Okay, Gravity Falls elections are based on two events. The Wednesday stump speech, held on an actual stump, and the Friday debate, wherein townsfolk throw birdseed at the candidate they like most. At the end, they release a freedom eagle who will fly to the candidate covered in more seed and bestow a birdly kiss upon him, anointing him mayor. I couldn't make this up if I wanted to. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Oh, I love it. appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey everybody, today is Tuesday, October 25th, 2016, this is episode number 358 of the PenalsOnPages.com podcast, and it's also my anniversary. What's up, baby? Whoop, whoop. Yeah. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. I'm a gift now, motherfuckers. <laughs> Jose Guzman. Space Jam is the shit! Fuck you all, man! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Jose Guzman. Sorry said that. God damn it. <laughs> See, I fucked up because I was reading ahead <laughs> to make sure I got our guest's last name correct, and in doing so, fucked up the guy who's been hey, on. I'll go again. And some- <laughs> the no. shit. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Jose threw you off your game with his Space Jam love. <laughs> he said a thing that no human being should say, and it fucked me up. Like it was a glitch in the Matrix. Uh, Kelly Harris. I got a shiny Pikachu case on my 3DS, and I'm ready to play with some Island Pokies. <laughs> and uh, joining us uh, for the first time since our prestigious uh, award-winning episode number 316, <laughs> uh, Mr. Greg what? Reynolds. What's going on, sir? Hey, how you doing? I've been looking at pictures of pugs this whole time. I'm glad we got to my part. Yeah, pug trafficking. Very important. Yes. Solid use of your time. That's yeah. uh, that's that's how I make my uh, make a living. You know, I do a lot of I do a lot of charity work, so I got to make a living somehow. And I just happen to traffic small, ugly dogs. <laughs> Fantastic. So we have a lot to cover this week. We all have lots of adventures. Yeah, it's been a couple um, weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, we been some time, week. boys. It's been some time. Uh, the boys were in. Uh, uh, where the fuck were you guys? Mumbai. Mumbai. Bye. There you go. Yeah. It's honestly hard to keep track. Like, I'm like, I know they're not yeah. here. No shit. <laughs> where the fuck they are. I forget exactly. No I shit, Lee. Shit. At some point. It we is. almost got signed by WWE. <laughs> WWE India. <laughs> yeah, I was out last week um, at the MC Chris show with Goat. It was a damn good show. We saw MC Chris. Uh, Mega Man and MC Lars. 
damn good show. But Did you see the the Twitter picture of him in a make wearing a Mega Ranch shirt that was him and some other rapper as Beavis and Butthead? Yeah, yeah, that's him and MC Lars. They did a mixtape together, and that was the album art. It's pretty uh, good. Yeah, I didn't know who the other guy was, but I saw that shirt and I I chuckled. Well, yeah, it's, it's a solid shirt. It, it was MC, uh, or it was Mega Ran taking a picture with a guy cosplaying as Sean Connery on Celebrity Jeopardy with the yeah, second yeah, Trebek. that's what it was. Yeah, you went to I'm, a MC Chris <laughs> Nerdcore concert at the the height of Nerdcore's relevance. No shit, right? Of all time. I was about to ask: Did they just spend the whole show going "fuck Alex Trebek, fuck Alex Trebek"? <laughs> no, they did not. They did not do that. Uh, but Megaran uh, does this bit in most of his shows. I've seen him a few times now. And he always does it, where like the last thing he closes with, you know, everyone just you know pull shit out of your pockets or you know, whatever you got on you like that, and he just he freestyles for like five minutes just about whatever people have in the crowd, you know, which is it's pretty impressive to watch him do it. It's, it's very cool, and uh, one of the dudes just have each uh, show that unique of yeah, to it. Yeah, it's very cool. Like uh, I saw him in Chicago. And he had people bring up shit and put it in a milk crate on stage. He just walked, just pulled it out of the milk crate every couple seconds and was just doing lines and verses. It was pretty rad. So so, like well, who put all these black dildos in here? here? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like, is he the column mockery of, of hip-hop now? Basically. He's, he's, he's <laughs> a very impressive uh, freestyle talent, for or sure. Very good. is Colin Mockery the mega-ran of improv comedy? I think it's, that's Ooh. probably more accurate if I had to guess. Snap, but, son! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. One, one guy did have a printout of Alex Trebek, so he got like one line in on him. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was it was not bad. It was a very fun show. Uh, yeah, if you uh, if anyone listening doesn't know what we're talking about with Alex Trebek and nerdcore, just uh, find any nerdcore rapper on the internet, and uh, they'll tell you all about it. Yes, absolutely. In yeah. fact, hashtag ev- gotten to. In fact, every single one of them were on a diss track. <laughs> Every nerdcore rapper ever was on an Alex Trebek diss track. <laughs> Which is pretty fun, because, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's, it is what it is. It's fine. But uh, during uh, every night of the tour, um, they do a costume contest for because it's around Halloween, whatever, and every, the grand prize winner gets a $500 uh, NECA prize pack uh, loaded, oh, up with a, that'd yeah, be cool. loaded up with a Friday the 13th merch. Uh, specifically, so it's a fuck it. I'm gonna make a costume. So I went a pretty rad Rick from Mickey Morty costume, and uh, Goat was one of the old Doctor Who do- ho- doctors, which he picked like what must have been the hottest fucking outfit to wear to a concert hall <laughs> that he possibly could have. Like wool Did he have pants, the fucking and scarf, scarves and shit. Yeah, that one. Whichever <laughs> one that one is, and like he had the big hair, so he had like a wig on, all this shit, and like I'm like you're going to die here tonight. But luckily, it was an MC Chris show, so not like they fucking sold that bitch out or anything. So it was kind of nice. It was cool. It was airy, all, like it was, all for the craft. Yeah, it was very physically pleasant. I gotta say, it wasn't bad. That that's gonna go on the uh, the review of the show, right? This show was physically pleasant. Yes, <laughs> and that counts for something. I'm an yeah, old that's man very now. Rare. <laughs> yeah, because that's the that's the other thing too. Is that by the end of the show, we were very tired. We've been standing for a very long time. And you know, uh, waiting in the, in the line. Where the to fuck's the seats at? Getting get merch at the end of the show. I'm kind of waiting in line, and there were these uh, two chicks and this one dude, and they were just fucking sloppy drunk, like sloppy fucking. Yeah. Like had it to be. Always, you know, it's got to be one. Yeah, had to be walked out of the venue, sloppy drunk. 
I right. looked at Goat and I said, motherfucker, it is Tuesday. I got to work tomorrow. I can't be looking at that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is nonsense. So is, said, Woo, concert! Is MC Chris still a miserable motherfucker? I unfollowed him on all social media like three years ago. and he... That's the thing, too. The, the, the last time I saw him was kind of right after that shit went down. And he was, it was, it was a very. Is that when he was crying in the mall? It was a very tense show that, Holy that time. Shit, what have I fucking missed with this dude? <laughs> like, okay, so I, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy that we're talking about this right now because I, um, at work the other day, um, someone reminded me that it, it's been 10 years since uh, The Graduate by MC Lars came out. And so I'm like, oh, I remember playing that a whole bunch when uh, in, in 2006. I'm going to listen right. to it. I'm like, this shit has not aged well. And, <laughs> and that was like shortly after that, that was my, my sort of pathway away from sort of rap that, that kind of focuses on, on uh, uh, you know, uh, nerdy shit. Um, but now that uh, like I, I haven't heard any of this. MC Chris crying in a bath mall? What? I didn't think about a mall, but what happened was um, he, uh, somebody was talking shit about one of his opening acts, like on Twitter, like doing that dickhead thing people do, where they're like, you know, at mention the person they're talking shit about. And they're at, yeah. they were at yeah. the show doing this. Yeah, at the show saying, you know, this fucking band, you know, at whatever the hell they are, they're, they're really shitty garbage or whatever. And so when MC Chris came out, it's was like, hey, you know, who put that shit up on Twitter? And the guy... You know, kind of, you know, like, yeah, it's me. And he's like, okay, cool. You can get the fuck out now. You can leave. And so he fucking had security escort this guy out. And there was some backlash, let's say, from such an action. And uh, took him down a bit of a road. He was he did a, a fucking crying YouTube video where he's all, you know, sad that he made people upset and angry and shit like that. And this was the last time I saw him was kind of right after that. So it was... He was not in a great place. <laughs> no, because yeah, I remember. Ooh. I remember vividly seeing on Facebook where he's just like, "I broke down crying in the mall." Yeah, he, it was. He had a, it was a rough time, and then that show had some uncomfortable moments in it. But you to know. be fair, he wasn't super well adjusted before that. So, right, right, yeah. But but since then, you know, shit's getting. You know, he's married now, got a baby, everything's cool. He was in a fucking wonderful mood. Great bits. He went off on this. Uh, he had. Good uh, bits about Empire Strikes Back, which are pretty fucking funny. Like it was, it was good. It was a good okay. show. Awesome. Chrisly grumpy pictures with people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some of those because Empire that's... Strikes Back hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Very much that. It was good times. Uh, what else? Let's see. Uh, I painted up an old school uh, pink Shogun's order last week. Made that shit white. So it was show accurate. I'm very excited about that. That was a good project for an evening. Yay for nerd shit. Um, went out yeah, over the weekend. Uh, celebrated my anniversary with my lady. We went out, had all kinds of grown up fun because the kids were not with us. Fuck the children. <laughs> um, said, fuck you, kids. We adults tonight. But don't fuck the children. That's bad. Don't do that. Please don't. Yeah. As, no, no, as, as someone, someone, as someone representing a, a charity that helps kids, <laughs> please, please do not fuck the children. No. I, no, I, no, I no. really would. I'd really like to emphasize that right now. Yeah, yeah you yeah, draw yeah, the yeah. line somewhere. Yeah, right. But yeah, my kids are not with us. It was amazing. But that's that is becoming the best times when they're not around. Mostly because they're they're very loud and needy. Uh, Don't because lead into that too far. Shortly <laughs> after, when you know we we didn't we got the kids back, uh, we ended up in the ER with Jax again because this dangerous little fucker decided he was going to jump off of a bed. 
and he cracked his head uh, on a dresser, and now he has four staples in the back of his head. Nice. He's hardcore. Good job. Now, you'll remember, uh, a scan six months ago, we spent <laughs> several hours in the ER when he got stitches in his face. So, I have never, I repeat, never had a stitch. Perhaps, probably should have. My mom wasn't a fan of what you might call modern medicine. So, <laughs> Lee, put a sock it. on it. <laughs> yeah, that shit happened. <laughs> that, that straight the fuck up happened. So I definitely know I have needed some stitches, but never got them. And this kid has been stapled and stitched, and he's still shitting his pants. So we have a, <laughs> we have a long life ahead of us. Hopefully his, long. I wanna, st- I'm being hopeful by saying he has a long life ahead of him. Because this <laughs> motherfucker is hardcore. You, you know, staple his asshole watching, I was watching this match from like 2005 from IWA Mid-South. And it was uh, Necro Butcher versus Samoa Joe. And I highly recommend you seek out this match because it is quite the spectacle. Uh, at one point... Joe kind of goes for an exploder suplex off of the apron onto the floor, but he just slams Necro Butcher's head into the concrete, oh, God. and there's just this gross Jeez. blood splatter on the ground, and his bl- head's just pouring blood. And I thought, that could be Jack someday. <laughs> your, your son could be Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's he's outgrown Chalupa Batman, and he's moved up. He doesn't care, grace. though. He doesn't care. He's biologically incapable of giving a fuck. Oh, he's going to bring back ECW. <laughs> he's going to solely bring it back all he by himself. staples in his head, and he's sitting there, and he just hated being held down more than anything, I'm convinced. And Nicole looks at him with just this utter sincerity in her voice. and says, babe, he's got to quit. Jumping off things, you're like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, no, no, okay. You're not gonna jump <laughs> off shit. <laughs> so he's tough as fucking nails, this kid. Uh, I found uh, when Jax does eventually become a professional wrestler, I found his theme song. Uh, give me just one second, it's queuing up right here. Come on, queue up, goddammit. <laughs> you know we can't hear, it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Are fuck. we even gonna be able to hear this? Well, that was a train wreck. <laughs> He's like, guys, guys, check this out. Cool, right? <laughs> well, it was. It wouldn't even load. It you wouldn't like even it? load. It wouldn't even fucking load. So Wait, your, your kid's theme song is going to be John Cage's 433. No, <laughs> I was queuing up uh, Al right. Snow's head theme song. There you go. I like it. I like it. I like it. Because I'm going to drop in drop into Skype chat the uh, the Necro Butcher thing. I was oh, just talking cool. about. Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, queued up perfectly to the moment when uh when I thought, hey, this could be Jax. Awesome. I will All watch it. Right, it's that. in the it's in the Skype link. I recommend everyone it's in the Skype chat and I'm putting it in the chat chat. I recommend everyone fire that up and watch a man almost die. Sweet. <laughs> let's see. Let's, let's look at this right quick. Let's see. So Joe Necro looking Butcher slim. Got, got CM Punk on commentary too. <clears throat> oh nice. Necro Butcher, and then Oh! <laughs> oh no! Get <laughs> out! Ow! Ow. <laughs> uh, who who oh. put all this strawberry ice cream topping in my head? <laughs> and now there is not a single 
millimeter of pad around this ring. No, it's just concrete. That is oh, so Lord. dangerous. Had that gone well, that would have been incredibly dangerous. Yeah, that's the ECW arena. That's Jesus. like only the third, third or four times in that match, Necro Butcher almost died. I recommend watching that very much. <laughs> it can't be worth it. Like, there's no way that's worth what he's getting out of it. God, Joe man, looking ridiculous. slim, but still has the exact same body type, just smaller. Like, same tits, same fucking gut roll, but <laughs> just tinier. It's weird. That motherfucker. God, Negro Butcher is a madman. I hated when Joe w- about- would wear the brown pants. Who wears brown <laughs> bike shorts? <laughs> People that don't want you to know the shit in their pants. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they got those idea. Yep. <clears throat> He's like, man, every time I take a chop, I shit my pants. <laughs> Last thing I want to talk about uh, real quick is um, uh, Kelly mentioned it earlier. Um, I want to talk for just a minute about Kamen Rider X-Aid. Cause whoa, 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 whoa. Say that a little slower. <laughs> Kamen Rider X-Aid. Okay. Yes. Uh, I watched episode so, four so kinky. today. Um. That oh, show episode four is out. Shit, I didn't see yeah, that yet. Came out yesterday. Oh, uh, damn, get your shit together, Kelly. New rider, and he just turned into the motorcycle. That's his role in the show. As he turned into the motorcycle, like fucking Turbo Teen. It's video game. Th- it's fucking bonkers. But I'm watching episode three a few days ago, and like it's it's sensory overload. There is so much shit happening on the screen. It's fucking bonkers so it's video game themed so the idea is that all all the writers are at this point they are like themed after a genre so x-aid is the um like a platformer and then one of the guys is uh, like a like rpg dude another guy is a shooter so every time they transform the graphics are fucking crazy there's all these sound effects and animations and shit and you know stuff flying around the screen and when all three of them are doing that at the same time, it is honestly disorienting, but like in a really fucking fun way. <laughs> and am I wrong in thinking, Kelly, that the little foot soldier guys have turkeys on their heads? I was like, literally just about to ask if you like, thought the same thing. It's got to be right. Like I don't That's know why, I th- but I, I don't know. I thought it had something to do with like the first villain, maybe, and then they would like change for each one. But I, I guess they just all have turkey heads. I don't but get their it. outfits change to be thematically appropriate. Like what they're wearing changes, but this weird fucking turkey head masks. Yeah, he said we love Thanksgiving, motherfucker. Yeah, but like, but not like a like a, like you know like a free range turkey on the road, but like like, like a, a cooked, cooked turkey. plucked turkey for a head. <laughs> fucking very strange. But it is a weird ass show. Um, it's so worth watching the first, just to kind of just get a feel for how fucking nuts it is. So if you go to uh, excitesubs.wordpress.com you can find the episodes and it is so fucking strange it's and so can strange. we talk about the movie that's coming out yeah because you talk about the movie Kelly. i don't think i've ever anticipated any movie more than this one right now like fuck any kind of superhero movie that's coming out anything they're f- first off let's talk about the fact the villain of this movie yeah, let's talk about the villain of this movie. It's fucking Pac-Man. Pac-Man it's, is the villain. Just Pac- 
Pac-Man is the bad guy. It's Dr. Pac-Man. Dr. Yeah, like Pac-Man waka 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 Pac-Man. To fuck up the common Riders. That is going to be the coolest shit ever. And then... Adam the Sandler bad- thought the same thing. <laughs> one of the other bad guys <laughs> is Tanahashi. Yes, New Japan's Tanahashi is a bad guy in this movie, and I am so hyped. <laughs> I, I want to go to goddamn Japan I, to see this. Yeah, I got so excited, I almost shit your pants on your behalf. I'm like, <laughs> Kelly's going to be so thrilled. <laughs> like, I was hoping he would be like a recurring bad guy on the show, and I got a little sad because we're not going to get the movie for a while here. Right, yeah. But it, it's going to be worth it when it happens. But the um, movies are... Uh... The movies are always canon to the series. Yeah. So there is a chance that, you know, somewhere down the line, if, you know, a few months down, he might come back. You never know. And it's like five riders all teaming up. You got, um, you got X-Aid, you got Ghost, you got, uh, Drive, you got Gaim, and someone else I don't know. And yeah, maybe, maybe Wizard? I don't know. Exactly. That might be the Wizard one. It's oh, I, yeah, it's, uh, uh, Double, Common Rider Double. Okay, okay. W. Yeah. They don't fuck around, man. The, the the movies for these shows are pretty crazy. So it's it's an interesting time to be alive, man. Because you know when ten years ago you couldn't watch this shit. This is what's happening. It's wild. It's so weird. Like I don't like torrenting things. I just I don't do it. But fucking the only way I can get Common Rider is by doing it. Right. <laughs> like I had to, when, once we kind of went down the rabbit hole of this. I had to ask Liam like. Do I have to? Do I have to get a torrent thing for this? And if so, which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it for this. So yeah. Okay, that's all I got, man. Uh, what what's you got going on, Kelly? Anything else we're talking about? We got. Uh, not much. I just discovered. Uh, Dave, my our old buddy Dave, commented on one of my articles. Uh, yeah, that's right. I had missed this one. September thirtieth. I don't know how it. How I didn't see it. Uh, Dave commented on, uh, on my article titled Op-Ed, Sometimes a Comic Just Isn't for You. Which is not even a new piece. No. So he commented, Sometimes at night I go home and make myself a nice dinner, but then I read your articles and throw my plate against the, ro- the wall in <laughs> anger. Thanks. <laughs> Still not the best one. The best one, I think, is the, the, the one he did previously on the Pop Top 300 Wrestlers Year <laughs> 2. In which he said, I print out a copy of this to jizz on you, Harpy. (laughs) Which confirms to me that he just thinks I'm a woman and he hates my stuff because of that. Oh, okay. That's my theory, at least. I don't know. It's very hard to say because, but it is 100% targeted. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's It's delightful. I love it. Yeah, it doesn't do that shit to anybody else. It is fucking bizarre. I, I appreciate the dedication to be this obsessed with uh, commenting on your article specifically, but never actually listening to the podcast and understanding. Okay. Yeah, anyway. I appreciate the hits. Fuck it. We'll take yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. This guy is. Got your money. Fuck you. <laughs> like, another one that I... Uh, my favorite, like, I took a screenshot of, on my phone of this one so I can just look at it every now and then. <laughs> Uh, I have not had an erection since you started writing. You made me flaccid. You make my dick soft. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so that raises the question, how did he jizz all over that list? <laughs> just dripping out of a turgid cock. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and also the fact that he, 
you know, he 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 finds it important that he always comes to your website. Excuse the pun there. Uh, comes to your <laughs> website with just a raging erection each time. <laughs> Just, just specifically, sees- so you can just ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to uh, jizz on Kelly's articles, you can go to panelsonpages.com and check them out. Good stuff. I'm really surprised he didn't follow me to Voices of Wrestling, but now that I think about it, I don't think we have a comment thing there. Ah, uh, there you go. Oh uh, yeah, but um, speaking of that, I've spent a lot of my time recently reviewing all three nights of the Battle of Los Angeles. Which uh, I read some of that stuff. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, those shows are awesome. Yeah, those. You, you know, when you sign up to review three shows, it's a lot more work than you think it's gonna be. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you just sit down, you write the review, and then you're done. It's like no, you watch the show, you you take notes during each match, you stop after each match, write the review on it, then you have to go through, edit it twice, and. Then you're good. And hours later, <laughs> and especially when it's like PWG, and you actually have to pay attention to what's going on in the ring, because right, it's exactly, just fucking insanity all the time. <laughs> especially when the Lucha Underground guys are there and they're just flipping everywhere. It's a lot of it's a lot of good wrestling, sir. A lot of good flips. Lee, are you still watching Lucha Underground? Oh hell yeah! Have you been disappointed by this year at all? It's uh, it's different, but I mean, I'm disappointed by it. It's fine. Uh, probably the only thing that really bugs me is um, uh, the little white rabbit promos. Oh, that's a very WWE move. I don't really appreciate that so much. Yeah, but I mean, like the matches are still really fucking good, man. Like that match with uh, hell, pretty much all the matches last week are really solid. This, yeah. yeah, this week was probably the best it's been in quite a while to me, at least. Yeah, but it's also like the only wrestling that I'm watching. Yeah, really. like you know, so it's I'm not that. I mean, not no, not just not dismissing it or whatever, but like, that might be part of your problem. You may actually watch too much wrestling. <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, it's not well, maybe yeah. set at a, at a different. Uh, you have a different level than uh, I do for sure. That's probably true to an extent. Y- yesterday, I decided I was just gonna say fuck Raw. It's not worth it, and did not watch it at all, and instead watched everything I had on my YouTube to watch list which is just a whole bunch of grimy lucha matches some of which were just recorded on handheld on just phones and <laughs> and then i watched the uh unit disbandment match disbandment match from uh dragon gate with berserk versus monster express which was oh, i wish monster i could remember express? yeah that yeah monster express they're the good guys berserk is the bad guys because their name is supposed to be Buzzerk, but something in translation turned the B to a V, and they just stuck with it. Alright. Well, the, the match itself was rad. It was... Fuck, I need to look up what it's actually called, but the concept of the match is it was a five-on-four elimination match. And it was only elimination to an extent. To win the match, you had to pin the team captain... So if you pinned anyone else, they would go out and like sit on the entrance ramp until someone else on your team pinned another guy on the other team, and then they could come back. 
So it's like Fucking once you eliminate dodgeball rules on, on another team, your guys can come back. That sounds really complicated. This feels yeah, very Calvin Ball esque. It sounds very complicated, but once you're watching it, it like makes perfect sense. Oh, here's sure. what they call it. Uh, <laughs> the full title of the match was Monster Express versus Berserk Five versus Four Loser Revives Captain's Fall Elimination Unit Disband Match. Oh, this rolled off the tongue. <laughs> Judy Bagwell on a forklift. <laughs> I think I saw that in 2K17 when I uh, yeah. was in the other day. It was uh, Berserk, the team of Shingo, Naruki Doi, Brother Yashi, T-Hawk, and Cyber Kong versus Monster, Monster Express, who is Masada Yoshino, Akira Tozawa. You, you guys know who that one is. Yeah! 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 <laughs> Big Arshimizu and Sachi Hoko Boy. Let me tell you something. Brother Yashi is gross. His, like, taunt when they uh, announce him is he rubs his ball. He sticks his hand down his pants, rubs his balls, and then blows the smell at his opponent. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that is great. It's gross. That and is... he's got, like, giant dreads that he uses to whip his opponents in his matches. That is amazing. He fucking... Gross grimiest dude. He blows his ball cheese at people. That's fucking <laughs> epic. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end my week on that. He looks he looks very unkept as I'm looking at this video, these uh, pictures of him. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Link. God damn! I just Google image search brother Yashi Y A S H. S S I H I. Yeah. Got it. He looks like he'd have smelly balls. He really does. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Well, come on. I can practically smell them from here. Who has unsmelly balls? Well, I mean, like, particularly smelly balls. I don't know, man. My balls are great. (laughs) (laughs) Look at my balls. My balls are amazing. (laughs) He looks like. What's going on, uh, guys? Welcome back to the USA. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, whoop, whoop. Yeah. You guys got you, back Jose, today, right? We, we got back last uh, night. Yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Yeah, and uh, back in town for three days, then heading up to Chicago for uh, Gramps' uh, memorial service, getting back for two days, and then heading to Shanghai next Tuesday. Oh, shit, that's right. So this is our last show for... A few weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Until yeah. until the end of November. That's that's why we brought Greg on today because yeah, that's right. The shit, yeah. shit wasn't gonna work out otherwise. Yeah. So, so we're going maybe, it's uh, like Shanghai, Vienna, and then back to India. Shang- yeah. Shanghai, Shanghai, back home for twenty four hours essentially. Then Bangalore, India, and then from Bangalore to Vienna, and okay. then back home. Jeez, and then. Uh, back to India the second week of December, and when we got off of our flight last night, uh, we might be going back to Dhaka as well after after Delhi. So, hot damn! <laughs> yeah, we got a couple of interesting emails waiting yeah. for us when we got home. Yeah, nothing, nothing like getting off of a ten-hour flight and just getting ah. nineteen emails. <laughs> to find ah! a <laughs> like getting off a ten hour flight to an email with promise of another ten hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, the, yeah. the, the Comic Con market in India is popping. I guess it's fucking it's lit, son. It's fucking straight. Yeah. It's straight yeah. turnt. 
They they are turning so much turn. <laughs> the uh, these little blowhards just turning all over the place. Oh man, man, these kids, these young high school, college aged kids, they're they love it. They fucking love pop culture, man. They just Him go. Kids. They see two white boys coming out on stage with their own belts and love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, since since Jose brought it up, they once again did have the WWE entrance uh, zone at Mumbai that they had at Hyderabad last last one that we went to, and uh, you know we had fully planned on doing our whole uh, entrance entrances again. You know, enter as tag team champions, enter as of course, of course, enter as the No Mercy champion, enter as the Fantasy Football champion. But we were gonna save that until Sunday. We had brought all of our belts and stuff like that. And then uh, midday Saturday, the first day of the show, the marketing team tells us that they want us to do our entrance so that they could record it on Facebook Live and post it on the Comic-Con India Facebook page. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) So we said, all right. Okay, we'll do what we got to do. And no lie, uh, we had mapped out our whole uh, entrance the night before. We had had planned it. It looked real good. Yeah. We oh, stole. It, it, no, you haven't seen good yet. We we stole the belts kissing from uh, the revival because we saw <laughs> we we saw them do the the clinking the belts together when we saw NXT. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Live that. two weeks ago, so we we fucking stole that shit. <laughs> but yeah, we've so, got the business card of the guy who runs the WWE India booth at these Comic Con India shows, and. Uh, they're not going to be back for Bangalore, but they will be back for Delhi. So we fully plan on uh, putting together our own entrance video and music, so that <laughs> so that we don't have Seth Rollins' name behind us the entire time we're coming down. The music works great, but the video not so much. Yeah, the music is good. But you guys just aren't Seth Rollins, no. so it doesn't work. No, we're gonna come out to us. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. <laughs> So I actually have a question about wrestling in India. Yeah. At any of these cons, is there any sort of like TNA anything? The there's TNA on TV there. Yeah, but I mean like any kind of representation at the cons. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. Cuz yeah, I I know they claim they have millions of viewers in India. I was just wondering if they like even just had like a street team there to try and capitalize on or something. Absolutely not. Okay. I mean, WWE is still getting a foothold. Yeah, there. Like the the uh, apparently the the shows, the TV shows are very popular there and have been for a while. But they recently started doing live wrestling shows in India, but they were bringing you know the whole squad and charging U.S. ticket prices. Okay. And, and that just don't fly in India. Well, like, yeah, right. A two day pass to a Comic Con India show is essentially ten bucks American, and oh, wow. and they're trying to charge you know U.S. prices for for tickets to a WWE show, which you know are going to be forty fifty bucks, and nobody nobody can afford that over there. That's that's not that's not the type. Of, so so they're they're readjusting their. Their strategy out there, yeah. They actually had Sheamus in town uh, doing a, a a small wrestling show the weekend we were up there. So instead of bringing the whole crew, they're they're just going to send you know a, a a big name or two out at a time. 
but people love it. That's uh, your advocate, though. That that that's your company advocate. Out of all the guys that you could send out there, you send Sheamus. Hey, they because fucking know the, the, the wider the, the better. Yeah, they love they white people. Love <laughs> white boys over there. <laughs> if they could just sign someone who's actually translucent, they could make a million there. Like, it's all about the white boys over there. It's funny because goldfish bowl. We we did the WWE entrances at Hyderabad and. Uh, a few members of the Comic-Con India team saw it, and, you know, there were a lot of pictures and videos, and everybody seemed to have a good time. But then after we did it in, in Mumbai, and we had it all, you know, choreographed and did it on Facebook Live, like, every Comic-Con India team member that we came across was, like, starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> like, we had we had no idea, you guys. Like, that was amazing. <laughs> We're going to be the first fucking tag team ever to get signed without ever wrestling a single match. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. It's it's pretty cool. And, you know, basic uh, Comic-Con hijinks, you know, fucking first day is is super hectic and uh, sweaty and stressful. And then by by Sunday, we, we got everything running nice and smooth and... Uh, whole lot of planning, whole lot of falling apart, yeah. whole lot of uh, technical difficulties, fixing a whole lot of adjusting. Gotta be light on your feet over there, man, because uh, they run on brown time. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, the Comic Con India team, great people, great people to work with, but this is love them, like. Let me give you an example of how they run on brown time there. And this is coming from Jose. Jose Guzman. The king of brown time. Co, co, <laughs> co-owner of the 11th hour. We we named our company after being, uh, essentially, getting somewhere at the last minute, you know? So, the show starts at 11. We want to get down there by, like, 9. You know, to set up, stretch, so on and so forth. We want to eat breakfast at the hotel before we leave. So we get down to the hotel restaurant at 8 in the morning to eat our breakfast. We're the first motherfuckers there. (laughs) And we're the only motherfuckers there for like a half an hour. (laughs) Until people start filtering in from the Comic-Con India team. Some of them still in their PJs. <laughs> like it gets to the point where Jose's looking at his watch like, "Hey, we got to go." <laughs> yeah, when I'm saying we got to go, like so I'm on time. I am early as fuck yeah. over there. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that is my time zone. I have I have found my time zone. <laughs> but it was cool. It, it was it was a blast. Uh, shot a bunch of nerds, took a bunch of pictures, sweated through a bunch of shirts. Yep. <laughs> um, played with some played with some new uh, a couple a couple new tricks visually, switching things up. You know. Yeah. Can trying we to, start trying to trying to do what it do? You know, Comic Con it. it 
it tends to all blend together after a while, especially oh, yeah. so many in a row like this. So we're trying to do different things to not only make the shows look different and the videos feel different, but so that we don't get fucking stuck in a rut either. <clears throat> so, uh, one of the, the f- funny stories from this trip is last Mumbai, we're driving to the venue, a lot of traffic in Mumbai, and we pull up to a stoplight. And these, uh, uh, t- uh, this this uh, trans trans woman in the lady full, boys, la- lady ma- man, lady in full like Indian sari, you know, is at the intersection and is lipstick, hair done up. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, a a man who has transitioned into a woman, either you know via surgery or just you know living living life as a woman. And is begging in the intersection and knocking on windows and sees us and starts eyeballing us white boys. And Blowing kisses. Yeah. <laughs> so this year, like just out of nowhere, we're coming up on that intersection. And Jose remembers like, hey, this is the man lady intersection. And like, fu- like he willed it with his brain. We see this w- woman through the windshield and she fucking spots us and just <laughs> laser focused right on us <laughs> and just huge ass smile and runs over to Jose's window starts knocking on the window and blowing kisses and Jose's just <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off he's pointing at Jason he's not looking just straight straight nope. forward right nope. into the back of the nope. passenger's back seat no, and he, nothing to see here <laughs> And, and I'm like tapping him on the shoulder. I'm nudging him. Uh-uh, I'm like, hey, uh-uh. hey, he no, wants no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, he wants to talk to you. He's blowing kisses. He's winking at you, man. Come on, just just look at him. Just talk to him. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> you cannot make eye contact with with a, yeah, a you're, beggars. You're fucked. You're fucked. You no kind of panhandler. Like yeah. you just yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah, you just yeah, no, no, no you can't. Not there, you, can't. you keep going. No. Especially yeah, if you're a white boy crazy. in India with a sweet dick. <laughs> it would come to like, a dollar. Nothing wrong with that. But just you oh, can't engage. Oh, King Pink, give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And I'm like, come on, come on. Just look at it. No! Because <laughs> he made the mistake of looking. like a T-Rex. You, yes. If, if yes. you're not looking at them, they're not there. Yeah, because yeah. they don't know... That the windows aren't tinted from the inside. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all blacked out. I can't see a goddamn thing. Sorry. What kind of uh, what kind of cool shit did you watch on the the flights, Jose? Uh, I saw C- Central Intelligence, which I also watched. Pretty pretty fucking cool. Pretty the fun. Rock plays a good. Uh, action-packed doofus. Yeah, yeah, like a goofball psycho. The my favorite, you know, they're in the bar the first time they they have drinks after contacting on Facebook, <laughs> and he takes off his. You know, he's got jeans like stone cold jean shorts, a fanny pack, a sweatshirt over a like a light blue shirt. Unzips it. It's got a big fucking unicorn on it, and he, and Kevin Hart makes. He's like, so unicorns, huh? And he's like, dude, 
I, I love corns, man. They're the fiercest beast in the planet. And just... They, they got they got good chemistry. Yeah. It's well done. I dug it. I dug it. They had some good moments. Agreed. I, I, I'll watch Jumanji. <laughs> yes. I watched those, those two get down. I watched uh, Neighbors 2, which... Uh, I really enjoyed Neighbors 1, and Neighbors 2, you know, it flips it. It's a sorority instead of a fraternity, but it's not sure. what you expect from the trailers where, you know, it, there's the scene where they're all in their bikinis doing, like, a bikini car wash and or rubbing themselves all on Seth Rogen's car, and he's like, oh, no, it's only making them more sexy. Like, it's, the movie's not about that. It's not about them being slutty, sexy sorority girls. It's about them not wanting to be a part of the stupid, slutty sororities that get, you know, roofied by the stupid bro fraternities. They want to have their own sorority, have their own parties, do their own thing. It just so happened that they run afoul of Seth Rogen and uh, and the chick. It's a very girl powery type movie. I, I dug it. And f- fucking hilarious. And it was edited for the flight. And there's a bit where uh, their daughter keeps finding the wife's vibrator and playing with it. And they blurred it out for the plain version. And <laughs> blurred out it, the vibrator? Blurred out the vibrator. And blurring it out just makes it more hilarious. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Because there's only one thing that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. Jesus Christ. Watch some Mike and Dave need wedding dates, which was all right. How was that? I wanted to see that. I was afraid to watch that on the plane because I thought it would be another uh, Gunu moment where it's all blur. uh, It's weird. I don't want to watch a movie like that edited. It's weird what they pick and choose to edit because there was, you know, cursing. There was foul language throughout. But then, like, there was parts where they definitely cut bits out. And then, Mm -hmm. like they would blur Anna Kendrick's cleavage because she had a low-cut top. What? Yes. <laughs> they would, uh, the Hydra bed, they did the same thing for side, when there was too much side tit on um, Cameron Diaz on Charlie's Angels. Full throttle. The first one. Oh, yeah. The full, th- full throttle we started. No, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the one where they were on the couch. But any time there was, like, too much side boob, it was blurred. That's weird. <laughs> Who judges that? Who sits and says, like, this This is the right amount of side boob? I just They're imagine like watching frame boobs. by frame going... There is zero it. amount of right side boob. They, like, you don't get any. Furiously writing down on a notepad, like, looking at each frame, making sure that it falls underneath a certain amount of seconds of side well, boob. Or does the amount point, of side you know, boob count? She looks up like fuck. It's like Mike, Mike, come here. I need a second opinion. Second eyes on this side, boo. Mike. <laughs> well, just he's like, man, don't don't chance it. Just just blur her whole top. Yeah, yeah. Just think of who in their right mind would ever be offended by Anna Kendrick's cleavage. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> bonkers. And it's not. They have like HBO, those channels, but they all have commercials in their movies. Really? Yeah, and and they have. Um, <clears throat> They have to show the uh, certificate that this movie is allowed to be played before each movie. Yeah, like they so take be a, a bad be a cell flash. phone photo. <laughs> you, like when you're um, 
in the in an elevator and it has like the certificate of this is a real elevator and you can <laughs> ride it. <laughs> right. They they play that before the movie, you know. There's a little flash frame of that. And then they and then they show the movie. But there's commercials. Oh, like that thing in all the pornos where it's like, yeah, this girl's a 18. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not like a uh, uh, a digital graphic. It's a piece of paper they took a fucking picture of. Yeah. Like oh, a, that's yeah, a, a photocopied version <laughs> of this paper certificate. That's, that's amazing. But, but they get free pay-per-views in the hotels for however they have this deal worked out. Because that, oh. that's how we watched um, the McGregor-Aldo fight. And they were they were replaying a bunch of the old pay per views leading up to two oh two. So wild. So in, on in, on Indian HBO, do they have like taxicab confessions and that stuff on there? I would assume no. no. No, 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 just movies, just movies. Yeah, okay. I was un- curious if like it was just the whole screen is blurred out. It's funny. It's almost <laughs> exclusively like. Comic-Con type movies too, Hobbit, Spider-Man, Thor, shit like that. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, we, we watched we watched Amazing the second half when um, Spider-Man and Electro, Electro were fighting like the end battle. We watched from that point on in Hindi. <laughs> because you don't need to know any fucking dialogue. It's just a video game cutscene. Who cares? Yeah, Nicole wanted me to find uh, because you know she's from Chicago, grew up in Chicago. She wanted to see, like, where can we watch some World Series? Which, by the way, she found out the World Series was more than one game a few days ago, and it was amazing. Really, <laughs> 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 like, as it happens, we're like, she's like, "Oh shit!" I said, "What? What?" So the Cubs won. I go, "Meaning what?" She's like, "They're gonna go to the World Series." I'm like, "No shit! Well, that's kind of cool. Good for them, I guess. Whatever." Then she goes, "We that means we gotta watch." I'm like, "I don't know if you want to watch the World Series." And she's looking at her phone. You kind of see her scroll, 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 scroll. And there's a beat. She goes, oh, shit, it's more than one game? <laughs> and I said, babe, it's called the world what? And she goes, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> ah, there it's it like is. a world single. There it yeah. is. But we had, uh, a, we had the, PlayStation, the PlayStation View for our TV, you know? And so uh, for whatever reason at the time, it wasn't on Fox Sports or FS1, but it was on Fox Deportes. So I'm like, well, we got it on Fox Deportes. And so these guys calling the, the, the baseball game in Spanish were fucking super hype. But then <laughs> we were able, we, I was eventually able to find it on uh, uh, like the Fox Sports Go app and watch it that way through the TV. And, you know, like, fine. This, it was, hey, it was in English. You can, you can understand it. But those guys were nowhere near as excited as the Mexican announcers. I'm sorry. They just simply were not. <laughs> Those guys were fucking having a blast. Awesome. Yeah, apparently standing room only uh, tickets to a World Series game at Wrigley Field, a thousand bucks. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Oh no, no, seriously. I've been hearing stand. stories of people selling uh, people who bought season pa- or season tickets uh, earlier on the year flipping their tickets for even more than a thousand bucks, two thousand, three thousand. People, fuck yeah. I mean. That is crazy. It's history. That's like that's like buying houses in a recession. You fucking <laughs> buy you buy Jeep. See, I would definitely sell for the games that aren't going to be the decision game. Right. Like I Yeah, would... you don't you don't sell that game seven. You be yeah. there for history. 
Yeah. When you sell games one through three, yeah. the, the, the series audience, is yeah. not being divided or yeah. decided in those games. You watch that shit from home. The second I think of how much I can, all the dumb shit I can buy for however much I can get that ticket for, yeah, yeah, it's gone. Because <laughs> I fucking love dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, dog. I feel you. Pretty universal thing there. Right. And, oh, and speaking of dumb shit, Lee, do you have any of those uh, Power Ranger legacy figures yet? Uh, yeah, I got the, the Mighty Morphin red and green ones, yeah. Yeah, I got the green. Holy shit, those figures are nice. Yeah, those are some of the nicest action figures I've bought in years. They're really I nice. I track down the red for sure, because that green ranger is so nice. Yeah, that's the one of the, the first toy. I buy a lot of toys, and my wife really doesn't give a shit. But when I, uh, if anything, she just, you know, is annoyed by them. But when I got that, and I think there was a, I, I had it posed and balanced on one foot, like doing a roundhouse kick, like on the nice. table just by itself. And I'm like, look at this! And she kind of looks over, and she looks away, she does like a double take, she goes, oh, okay, alright, alright, that's, uh, that's fucking cool, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that is fucking cool. <laughs> so now I need all of them. I know, right? <laughs> I, I want to... Oh. We didn't have too many other stories about India. Pretty uneventful. It was it was a good trip. Uh, we're going to have a lot more. But one more thing I wanted to touch on, and Jose mentioned it in the intro, is uh, while we're waiting for our flight from Newark to Mumbai, I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I see CBR post a link to a story that Space Jam is returning to theaters for its 20th anniversary. Fuck off. And I just kind of say to myself, "Why? Who? Who is nostalgic about Space Jam?" And then we get. Hey, on the, how you doing? My name's Greg. Nice and, to meet you. And then, <laughs> and then we get on the plane. We get on the plane, and Jose's scrolling through movies, and what does he find? Fucking Space Jam, and he's like, "Look at this shit, Space Jam!" I'm like, you, "Are you fucking kidding Fuck me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, no, I don't. This, this is this is my argument. I don't hate Space Jam." I sure will watch. Awesome. Obviously, he does. I will watch Space Jam. <laughs> if Space Jam is on, nothing else is on. I will watch Space Jam. But Space Jam is no like classic. Se- Fuck like, off. Be, be honest. Like <laughs> yeah, Space Jam. Talking about Space Jam, like it's the Iron Giant Space or some Jam shit. Does not deserve Never a better than the Iron Giant. It's got Michael Jordan in it and Bill Fuck Murray. Off. I fucking oh, love yeah. Michael Jordan, but he's awful in that. <laughs> Get out of here. Daffy Duck is a better actor than Michael Jordan is. And, and, and Daffy Duck in it, too. What's your point? And it's retired from the NBA playing baseball in the minor leagues, Michael Jordan. Get out of here. He's like, always Michael Jordan. Is it, is it, like, at first I'm thinking that it's just an age thing that maybe for kids that were younger when Space Jam came out, it's like one of those crappy movies that I saw when I was a kid that I that I hold in deep regard now. But Jose's a year fucking older than me. <laughs> so I really have no yeah, opinions on Space and, Jam. and he's and he claims to be from Chicago. <laughs> Get out of here with so that shit. So I I pose this. Jose we we talked about this. Jose mentioned it in the population group on, on Facebook. I think we need to have either a movie night 
or a fanboy Thunderdome, or both about Space Jam. Yeah, that might, we might make a two-week series out of this. Watch it, <laughs> watch it, and then debate it. <laughs> See, that would, that would actually be perfect. Because if we do the movie night, that could be like um, Punisher Warzone. Right. Because I'm in the middle of having re- no real opinion on it. I've seen the movie, but I that's it. I have the comic adaptation of it, too. Which I'm sure I may have that probably fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of good qualities about Space Jam: the animation, the monsters, character See, designs, the, the fucking soundtrack. The barriers it broke down in the world of cartoons. The 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 what? What do you mean the barriers the it barrier? broke down? <laughs> I fucking I say to Jose, I say, come on, Space Jam is no Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and Jose says to me. You're no Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I said, touche. You, you're correct. You're right. <laughs> Danny DeVito is great in it. I like the way that they designed the Monstars after the fucking NBA players. It's mm-hmm. fucking amazing, man. It's not amazing, Jose Guzman. <sighs> Sorry, it is I'm, I'm kitsch. With him. I'm with him. At That's best, a, that is a modern classic. At best, uh-huh. it's I- ironic nostalgia. When Jordan stretches, he becomes part cartoon <laughs> to win the game. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> Where's Jordan's Oscar? Where um, is it? Uh. Oof. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fucking boggers. Man, Space Jam's the shit. Is it? Space Jam is shit. I'll touch one more thing. One more thing, because we've kind of been in the wrestling. Watched a um, James Brown and Muhammad Ali biography. And it was funny that both took their personas from Gorgeous George. Huh. Uh, James Brown's cape, where they bring the cape down on him, and then, you know, he acts like the the song just took too much out of him, he can't continue, and then he throws the fucking cape and hits the split, and he says, now I'm back, motherfuckers! And he kind of Hulk Hogan's up, but he said the cape he took from Gorgeous George, and Muhammad Ali took his... uh, the base of his poetry, rhyming, flashy, shit-talking, I'm the greatest, no one can touch me, spiels was all based off of Gorgeous George and how, you know, he would come in the ring and comb his hair back and, you know, don't touch me, I'm too pretty, don't hit me in the face. So I I thought that was a cool thread, seeing how both of them were pioneers in an interesting time. That is pretty interesting. Hey, I'll back oh, you up. Oh, Jesus, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, my God. I'll back Excuse you up on Space Jam, Jose. That was my fucking Fuck yeah! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Tell all them to suck it. Fuck Get yeah. out of here with that <laughs> shit. Me and Jose are going to watch Space Jam. Fuck you. What about me? Yeah. Come on. You all can fuck yourself while us three watch Space Jam. Yeah. See, no, but... I mean, I'll watch. I don't... I'll, I'll hang out. Like, I'm not gonna be like, woo, Space Jam, but I'll watch. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like you're getting a little too defensive. Like, I'm not saying fuck you for liking Space Jam, but you're telling me fuck me for saying that it's not a classic. <laughs> what I really think like is gonna happen is I feel like we're gonna watch it 
when Jose hasn't seen it in a long time. And we're going to watch and be like, oh, man, yeah, this isn't that good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to admit he was wrong, Lee Rodriguez. Have you yeah, met him? Fair enough. <laughs> Touche. Oh, uh, uh, what you guys are talking about. This just in breaking news. Uh, I just got a Twitter notification for the, the at the 11th hour Twitter account from, <laughs> from at MicMac2014. At Mike Pence is fucking delusional at the 11th hour. <laughs> uh, amazing. This Don't forget. happens when a news show is named after your company. Yep. Oh, we're going to bring him down. I, we were joking. We were like, we need to do like a fucking... A shoot promo against Brian yeah, Williams. Yeah, a shoot promo <laughs> against him and just release a bunch calling him out. Remember when you said you were feuding with Brian Williams and I thought you meant Brian Wilson, the Beach Boy? <laughs> Yep. He's like, why are you picking on Brian Wilson? <laughs> I was really wondering what Brian Wilson had done. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Just, just writing songs about wind chimes over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Fuck your wind chimes, space jams the shit. He doesn't know what a metaphor is and everything's literal. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Alright, so we've been going quite a while. I do apologize, but uh, uh, Greg has joined us for a reason, not just to hang out, because that's also a fun time. But he didn't come with a message to deliver. Oh, space that, jams to right. shit. Yeah, space jams. <laughs> I was here. I'm I'm pretty much here solely to advocate space jams. Yeah, he's yeah, here yeah. to promote the 20th anniversary, the re-release <laughs> into the theater. That and the sequel. Uh, I'm 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 on the street team. LeBron James and I were tight. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know about the sequel. I I think that's something that that like leave it alone. Need to let the other generations have things too. See, yeah, I feel like, yeah. Like, and, I, then, I and, and you kid... saw what they did to episode one through three. But LeBron James, don't touch Space Jam. LeBron no, James is on the fucking Bugs Bunny. Right. Yeah, but, but, but Steph Curry. Are you no, worried that, that, that Space Jam Two is going to be the no, Star no, Wars episode because... one of the Space Jam universe? It very well could universe. be. Are they going to have like? fucking LeBron James flying around in a pod racer because honestly that sounds pretty good to me <laughs> he, has, but he has no on camera charisma oh whatsoever. I don't agree with that yeah, fuck off his, his commercials are garbage fucking uh, LeBron James is a much more complex and interesting character than Michael Jordan was when the first Space Jam came out uh, what commercial are you talking about? Back your facts up. We have Space Jam as proof. <laughs> what LeBron James piece of film noir are you talking about? LeBron sir? James was good in Trainwreck. Ooh, have not yeah. seen it. Have not yeah. seen it. Have yeah, not seen it. See that, Jose hasn't seen it. It doesn't exist. And that's he was decent. That, uh, he hosted Saturday Night Live a few times. Fucking in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still haven't seen that one. Okay, so I, I will watch that and hold... No judgment on his acting chops from that movie, but from <laughs> all of his commercials, not that good. And to be fair, Michael Jordan had amazing charisma, and Space Jam sucked it right out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they weren't able to get any of that charisma on screen. He's just really angry they didn't get the actual Looney Tunes on set, and they had to add it in afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I delusional, doing... delusional, like Mike Pence over there, just <laughs> delusional. I did an Amazon search for uh, Space Jam Blu-rays. 
because I I wanted to know if it existed. I've bought three. <laughs> There's going to be a new one on November fifteenth. Fuck yes! For the twentieth anniversary. Well, but also be around the time we're back. The related things are the Sandlot Blu-ray, the Goonies Blu-ray, and then here's where it gets bad. Uh, you have a double pack of Minions and Russell Madness. Uh, you've got the Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. What the hell is Russell Madness? That it is, is a, a. It's an Airbud movie. I actually have a DVD of it in my hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not kidding. Russell Madness will win your family's heart. The Dave Foundation. This tail wagging comedy adventures from the creators of Airbud and Air Buddies stars John Ratzenberger, Will Sasso, and Fred Willard. It also has Johnny Sasso. Mundo in it. But, yeah, don't forget uh, Johnny Mundo's in that business. Uh, Russell is an undersized but big-hearted terrier who dreams of having a family of his own. After running away from his pet store, Russell gets taken in by the Ferraros, a family desperate to revive his grandfather's pro-wrestling arena. That's when they discover their new pet pooch has incredible wrestling skills. With help from his coach, Hunk, a savvy and hilarious monkey, Russell rises to the top of the pro-wrestling world and becomes a famous sports superstar. But when a dishonest promoter double-crosses the Ferraros, Russell will face his biggest challenge and discover that the strongest tag team is family. I'm going to assume that the biggest challenge is uh, uh, CTE. <laughs> Good night. I really like that they get in the realistic side of wrestling with corrupt promoters. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So um, uh, V just came in here. Uh, and came to the realization. So Johnny Mundo was in town uh, here in Milwaukee about a month ago for uh, uh, Mondo Lucha, uh, this really cool local uh, sort of party slash wrestling show thing. Uh, and we had like a bunch of really crazy ass adventures with Johnny Mundo over the weekend. And uh, V just re- or realized that we still have this fucking copy of Russell Madness and we did not have him sign it. Oh. <laughs> Womp womp. <laughs> Opportunities lost, man. Yeah, yeah. And also, but... Johnny Mundo rocks because he fucking hates Max Landis, too. <laughs> Love that guy. Also, true story, uh, he helped us uh, uh, ward off a, a creeper at a bar at the after party for it. So he's he's a rock solid dude. I, I'm I'm giving like a completely no no joking, no sarcasm thumbs up to uh, to Johnny Mundo. He's a right solid on. dude. Right on. So, man, you, you all right. Even with that Air Buds ripoff, you all right. I mean, John Ratzenberger's in it as well, and you're not giving him <laughs> shit. Will Sasso. <laughs> that Will Sasso does the best Steven Seagal impersonation in town. That's a star-studded cast. It really is, now that you talk about it, yeah. Yeah. Ratzenberger, Sasso, Mundo, Where Mookie. does it rank against uh, Space Jam? Is it better? It doesn't. <laughs> I'm asking Greg, who's seen the movie, Jose. I have not seen it. It is ah, still, damn it. it's still actually in its plastic wrap. I'm trying to do that. We're going to be uh, uh, watching this on a future uh, episode of the What a Maneuver podcast, which uh, you that's on the On the Stick network of podcasts. You can watch me on or listen to me on their show, uh, Bowling Shoe Ugly, in which we uh, go through the history of terrible wrestling matches and uh, uh, comment on them uh, a la Mystery Science Theater 3000. 
So nice. uh, at some point we're going to be watching this DVD. I just got to get uh, my my uh, broadcast partner Joe back out to Milwaukee for more than an afternoon, and uh, we're we're going to do this. I swear, it'll be our first thing we've ever watched not on the network. So uh, people will actually have to go out and find this DVD. <laughs> you know, it's now, so will, hard. Considering... Will that be on Flow Sports? Yes, we actually did sign a we signed a five year exclusive deal with Flow or uh, Flow uh, Flow, Flow Slam. Slam. Sorry, For a second there I was going to call it Flow Jam, but that sounds more like a, a, sort of like a Lilith Fair knockoff. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> we've got now. It's 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 a so so. What is the prevailing opinion on that service now? The Flow Slam. Uh, depending on who else they signed deals, it could change the industry quite a bit. So WWN alone is not selling the Honor quite yet. No, but chances are Ring of Honor is going to jump in there too. Mm-hmm. And depending on what other indies they get, that'll help a lot because when you have a company pumping money into the indies, that gives them more money to throw at the wrestlers, which makes a less chance that they'll go to WWE. And then there's, of course, the fact that WWE helped fund this thing, so there's a good chance they'll just end up swallowing it up and making the network, too. Ah. So it's it's a rather interesting business thing. And now it's looking like Joey Styles is probably involved in Flow Sports, which makes his exit with WWE make... A little bit more sense. Uh, well, boy, howdy! The kid. Dropping the fucking knowledge. <laughs> he's I'm an insider, man. Media now. Yeah, he's a he's a <laughs> voice right. of wrestling. Right. So, so what, what's going on, Greg? What's happening? Let's yeah, know. yeah. So uh, I'm actually here specifically to promote, promote event that uh, I do with a whole bunch of friends. Uh, a collective that we call ourselves but mash milwaukee uh, it's a bunch of let's players and and uh video game related folks uh throughout the milwaukee wisconsin area uh and uh, we do a fundraiser every year uh at the somewhere around the middle of november called butt mash bash uh this year is our third year and uh we're we're celebrating that uh by having our biggest show ever um we are going 36 hours uh from november uh november 12th to uh, november 13th 9 a.m uh on saturday to 9 p.m on sunday uh we've got a lineup of Almost as many games as we have hours, uh, probably even more, uh, and a uh, bunch of cool prizes. We got some special guests. Uh, we dressed up in ridiculous costumes. <laughs> we have uh, a uh, fake, uh, <laughs> or excuse me, we have a game tournament uh, uh, it basically dressed up as a, uh, a wrestling show uh, called King of Bash that happens 9 p or uh, excuse me, at 7 p.m. on uh, uh, Saturday. Uh, that uh, is is looking to be pretty ridiculous in itself. Uh, But yeah, um, you know, it's something we've been working on all year. Uh, We've got a whole ton of really awesome sponsors this year providing us prizes, just kind of going through the list on buttmashbash.org right now. We got, uh, let's see here, the Yeti's back again. Uh, Nice. Some, uh, let's see here, uh, Adult Swim Games is chipping in, uh, Tiny Build, Behemoth, Bunch of cool cosplay stuff because one of our one of our folks is a really really 
like dedicated cosplayer. So uh, a couple of the packs actually have like handcrafted uh, lightsabers stuff on them. Uh, we've got some of the early Summerfest tickets that you can get uh, anywhere. Oh uh, shit! Got four tickets in there that you can win uh, along legit, with some comedy. Yeah, yeah. Comedy sports. We've got some uh, new release games like uh, 100 Foot Robot Golf, Fru, Rock Band Rivals, uh, Overcooked, uh, all, uh, Cluster Truck, all uh, Madden. We got uh, Just Dance in there. Tons of stuff that we're just giving away here. Uh, all, some stuff that we got from this the store. I, I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's uh, Lost Lost Wonders, Lost something or other. I can't remember. No, oh, that doesn't ring a bell. No. Oh, okay. Oh, is that uh, that place with that shitty cat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Here. Is that that yeah. comic shop with that cat? cat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I have to. I have a story about that. So our video, um, our video editor Nate um, is going through some of the stuff that we've done uh, already, uh, and we were re-editing the commercial that we did for Lost World of Wonders uh, last year. Uh, just to make sure that it had like updated information, better sounding music, stuff like that. You know, we 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 value quality here, um, which you should totally share the the commercial I'm talking about with everybody here, just to drive home the point that I'm so full of shit. Uh, but uh, so he he tells me that he's done like updating this commercial, and he's like, yeah, and I edited out the cat, and I'm like, why did you edit out the cat? Cat's dead, isn't it? <laughs> No. What? No, yeah, no, I heard that, like, a bunch of friends of mine were crying about that cat being dead. I'm like, I saw that cat yesterday, Nate. (laughs) Boo's fine. Yeah, Boo's fine. She just went to the vet, got a clean bill of health. She's 14 years and nine months old. She's still kicking. Yeah, that's a a sassy old girl right there. A lot of cats, man. That is way too much commitment. God bless Boo. (laughs) A Uh, lot of cat under that gut. (laughs) <laughs> I'd like to know who was crying over the cat, like or like Apparently how the word was just going around that the cat was dead. That's amazing. Well, the cat's name is Boo. <laughs> She's <laughs> been a ghost this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. You gotta the, next time I'm in, like, well, uh, do you put like a drape over it or anyway? So, um, but yeah, well, I've so, always wanted to do when people say, "Oh, there's the cat." I just go to like whoever's working with me and just be like, "Steve." They're seeing the cat again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we got some special guests. Uh, we've got uh, Rob Wyland, who's a developer of a bunch of really cool RPGs like uh, Camelot Trigger, Mafia Century, Encore. Also worked on the Shadowrun uh, RPGs as well, as well as the Firefly RPG. Uh, we got uh, Jason and Lauren from Nintendo Wire dropping by to talk a whole bunch about the uh, Nintendo Switch. Uh, and we've got uh, UFC lightweight Eric Newbreed Coke dropping by to play some Overwatch with us as well. Nice. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be fun. Um, it, I'm really proud of the show that we have, and I'm even prouder of uh, the reason why we're doing this. Uh, this is our uh, this is our third year doing the bash, and since year one, it's been for Children's Hospital Wisconsin, uh, who uh, is an amazing. Uh, amazing hospital uh it's a uh, the region's only dedicated uh or should be independent healthcare system dedicated solely just to the health and well-being of children physically mentally emotionally uh they do everything uh from earaches sore throats uh to 
uh, you know, serious uh, life-threatening causes like childhood cancer. Um, They do amazing work there. Uh, And the the thing is, though, that uh, you will never be declined uh, at Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. You'll never be turned away because you can't, uh, because it's not something you could afford. Uh, The money that we raise goes towards helping families, uh, helping families pay for the medical bills that, uh, you know, our, our healthcare system got is slightly better than it was a little while ago, but it's still pretty <laughs> fucked up. It's still um, a work in progress for sure. Yeah, the the American experiment has uh, yielded a lot of successes. Healthcare is not quite one of them quite yet, um, but uh, you know that that's what that money goes towards, and um, ultimately. Uh, every single dollar that isn't going towards paying for someone's medical bills goes towards paying for research that helps make sure the kids don't get sick in the first place. It goes towards making the facilities uh, easier for families to uh, cope with those illnesses through things like uh, uh, built-in offices to every rooms and, and designs that are made to make sure that the stress of, of kids going through extraordinary situations don't get uh, over, or actually that they, they can handle that a whole lot better um it's hard for me to describe because it's just so overwhelming i've been uh, able to see where this money goes firsthand and some of the like tours uh through the place and it's uh just this work is astonishing uh and that's why it's so important that uh you join us on november 12th uh, as we celebrate their work, as we celebrate our city uh, here in Milwaukee, as we celebrate uh, nerd culture as a whole, uh, as we celebrate getting rad-ass prizes for donations, uh, as we, uh, you know, just have a really good time. Uh, and uh, I'd like to invite you all to, to join us. Uh, we, we could use uh, your, your presence in the chat. We'll have the chat up on the side of this wall the entire time. Uh, oh, nice. so if you want to just hack, if you want to just heckle us throughout the entire thing, <laughs> you'll be able to see every single or every single thing you said. Um, in fact, I just I noticed. Remember what I taught you about chopping, right? For when that eventually comes up. Oh, I didn't. I didn't talk about the wheel of pain yet. Oh crap! The okay. wheel of pain. So, <laughs> so the wheel of pain is actually something that we've tried in previous years. Uh, but I'm really proud of what what it looks like this year. Uh, the Wheel of Pain says that every $500 that we raise uh, during the marathon, we have to spin this wheel, and it has each of our heads on it, um, or pictures of each of our heads on it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> if we get selected by the Wheel of Pain, uh, we have to do a physical challenge. Uh, those physical challenge, let me actually bring up my... Uh, my list of the wheel of pain here uh, ranges from stuff like you know doing a firewalk over Legos uh, oh, to uh, buzz or striping or excuse me um, buzzing stripes into your eyebrows. Um, let's see here. Uh, I believe we have the extreme major league gaming challenge, which is to drink an entire two liter of Mountain Dew and bag of Doritos in less than two minutes. Oh gosh. Um, uh, and uh, one of my personal favorites is calling your parents, regardless of what time of time of the night it is, and, uh, <laughs> reading the lyrics to Cisco's thong songs without explaining why. So, <laughs> so, 
So we have a lot of challenges here that if you want to donate and make our lives miserable during this marathon, it'll all be on tape. I uh, like it. So uh, we, we'd love to have you there uh, for better or for worse. <laughs> but yes, well, one of my challenges is to take one chop from the entire team. Woo! And uh, Ke- Kelly actually uh, was uh, prepping uh, me the other day uh, about what to expect on this. And uh, Have you ever been chopped by Kelly before? <laughs> I've been chopped by Gavin. <laughs> no, I, I, I've gotten good at chopping. Yeah, you got some you got some experience there, Kelly. You got some chops, huh, kid? You got some chops <laughs> at the chops. The chop chops. Chop chops. Yeah, that uh that hurt for most of the evening. Um, <laughs> fortunately, next day I'm just fine. I'm I'm thinking it's just because of my uh enormous uh girth. Uh <laughs> but uh you know, it, it it's gonna be fun. It's it's gonna be fun. Uh and I uh I'd love to see you all there, and if you can donate, just ten dollars gets you an entry to win all those uh, sweet, sweet prizes I was talking about just a moment ago. Now, where can they go to donate? That would be at buttonmashbash.org. You can either donate to the team as a whole, or you can find uh, find the team member you find most uh, attractive, meaning me, uh, and just I'm scroll good. down, find my name on there. I'm Greg. I'm the I'm the smiling one in an awful shirt. Uh, we've got this like '90s Nickelodeon theme this year, so everything that we've been doing has been very, um, very brightly colored, <laughs> and uh, you're going to see that influence through the whole show. Nice. I'm going to need to know everyone on the team's opinions of Space Jam before I pick who to donate for. <laughs> um. Oh, well, I can get one. Hold on. Let me let me see here. <laughs> Ab. Can you come in here for a second? This is super important. <laughs> super important. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get... So you already know my opinion, right? Yes. We, we already talked about this half a dozen times. Um, hold on, let me pass my headset over to uh, V here. They have, a, they have a really important question for you. Yeah, what's up? So uh, Greg let us know that we can donate to specific members of the team. So, I wanted to know your opinion of the 90s film Space Jam. Oh, um it's a it's a timeless film, honestly. Um uh timeless if you know what basketball was like in the 90s. Um That makes but, it very timely. <laughs> I well, no, you know, I think honestly basketball in the 90s is kind of like immortal. You know, True. You know, Attitude era. Losing yeah. the donation. I mean, uh, uh, Space Jam's a movie. Ah! <laughs> she wins. She acknowledges it, it, its I existence. <laughs> I don't know. What... Yeah, but the apprehension there shows that she does not believe it is a classic. Right. Oh, I. No, that's I good. That. That's good. You know what? I respect it's... that. It's got it's got Bill Murray in it. That's Man, what I would say. Fuck Bill Murray. Anyway, <laughs> hey, I think that pushes it into into classic territory. That's got, even what I would say. Bill Billy M. Yeah, because Bill Murray really helped out that Ghostbusters reboot. <laughs> he killed Harold Ramis. <laughs> hey, you do not talk about Ghostbusters to me. Oh no. Okay, uh, Lee, hang up on her. Something. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. 
I will I will defend Ghostbusters to my grave. Of every iteration. And you. Oh my god. Why did you bring me in? Ask about Space Jam. I don't know what you're talking about now. Oh my god. Um V, you still have my vote. Oh, I I do? Wait, is this like a challenge to see who gets the donation or Yes. Always. <laughs> they just they just wanted to know who who uh, what what was our team's general opinion on Space Jam was. I think it's kind of positive in general. That's <laughs> what that's for the box art right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was kind of positive. I feel like Space Jam kind of positive. Kelly on this one where it's like I really don't have an opinion on it. Uh. uh. No, the I, correct answer is classic. <laughs> no, I like it. I I personally like it. I like Space Jam. Like I, I there's some great voice acting, great animation in it, um, and it uh, I don't know, great stellar performances from Danny DeVito. Right, the part where Michael Jordan stretched his arms. Tears. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. My wallet just closed, and I chucked it across the room. Uh, Actually, you know what? Hang on a second, Jose. I have a question about your love of Space Jam. How attracted are you to the girl rabbit? How attracted? Yeah. I don't think that that affects... I think, I think you need to answer the question, Jose. I don't get a boner when I see her. I mean, like, I'm not, like super into Jose, animals. would you bang Lola Bunny is the question. If I was stuck in a cartoon world, I mean, eventually you would have to just admit that you're stuck in this world and become part of the people. And, and any, any yeah, I would, I would I would eventually like to raise a, a cartoon family and if she's <laughs> going to be my suitor in this world that I'm stuck with, sometimes you gotta make lemonade, right? Why did you guys have to Go ahead and remind me of that guy who got the tattoo of Bugs Bunny spanking Lola Bunny on his leg. See, classic. It inspires <laughs> great artwork. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. We already talked about that tattoo. I said I'm getting removed. <laughs> Look, Greg, the the main issue is how does like the fur on her butt turn red? How does it turn red? It's fur. Oh, Listen, I'm, I'm an artist, not a space. not a biologist. Oh my, I had not seen that Don't tattoo before. Zoo here, where I just spank the bunnies. <laughs> Buddy, they don't even let me spank the bunnies. <laughs> Zero in the chat says the new Ghostbusters movie was better than Space Jam. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's the that's the picture. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. All right. That's, that's kind of hot. That's a well-done tattoo, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, for, for what it is, it's actually... That's pretty good, actually. It's really well oh, done. Yeah, that, like That is a solid... When you say Bugs Bunny spanking Lola Bunny tattoo, you just think of the most dirtbag tattoo ever <laughs> tattooed. Yeah, like, it's made with just a safety pin yes. and pen ink. Yes, but like... Pretty solid work. Literally, that, that's a classy tattoo. Yeah, you, you imagine that's not even the worst like erotic tattoo I've seen. I've seen worse in person. <laughs> I, I was at like GeekCon in like 2010 or something, and I sat next to this guy at the closing ceremonies, 
who had all the the main female leads from Neon Genesis Evangelion tattooed on his leg, except they were dressed like cat girls. They looked beaten and sad, and they were chained up in a dungeon. Oh that my god. Right. Oh, so you Holy met you met Juan? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That's a, was, like how I, do you feel when you're giving someone that tattoo? No, they're they're thinking about the check that comes after it. Yeah. It's like, oh man. Very He's paying me so yeah. much for this. I actually like that is my first experience with a repressed memory because I remembered that tattoo about a like two years later. <laughs> <laughs> and went and and like went into shock. I was like, "Oh, oh my God, that happened!" Like, Holy shit! A you're a little bunny. Uh, shit got real. Shittily drawn, which I believe is both a Lola bunny slash foot fetish piece of artwork. Oh, there uh, you go, uh, Jose. Yep, that's what that is. Fuck off. <laughs> you know who we need to draw some of this? Us, uh, 3D Lucas. No. Oh. <laughs> I found an image. Someone took the Lola Bunny getting spank tattoo and graffitied it on a wall. Oh, Amazing. that's incredible. Okay, well, I, I feel like I've derailed this enough. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the headphones back to dear Greg exactly here. Exactly enough. Uh, the moral of the story, somebody... Space Jam, classic. <laughs> Oh, oh, there's Bugs Bunny's dick. <laughs> okay, I just got my headphones back now, and the first thing I hear is, oh, hey, there's Bugs Bunny's there's dick. There's Bugs Bunny's dick. We're at BackSexy.com. Oh, hey, there's Bugs Bunny's dick. There it is. <laughs> yep. I like how there's... No <laughs> balls. You want to see Bugs Bunny's dick? <laughs> it's yeah, it's no underwhelming. Balls. That's, I don't think that's anatomically correct. Yeah, that's weird. That's I don't like where it is. Where's this little pebble nuts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now the further down you go, it just gets more and more into rule. Uh, the longer you look in the abyss. What was it? Rule Rule 33? Rule 69? Rule 34. Rule yeah. 34. This reminds me of the time I was just looking to see if they had made an art book for the most recent Fire Emblem game and then discovered a bunch of mouse pads that are just characters from that game covered in semen. Oh, God damn it. Well, accurate. Interesting <laughs> culture. Interesting culture. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> oh, here's Lola Bunny as a Hooters girl. Also, you can just buy all those mouse pads on Amazon.com for right. relatively cheap prices. Got that pride, baby! <laughs> we, need to, we, we need to take a break. Yeah, I need to pee. It's been a long uh, opener. We'll come back and blow the news real quick and get the hot out of here. But yeah, the moral of the story is go to buttonmashbash.org. Yeah! <laughs> Donate Buttonmashbash.org. Donate the shit out of it. That's right. That's, uh, I'm going to put it on the website, but you know, the, the, they got. Uh, we're doing this for the kids, and I don't want the kids to look at it. Uh, you don't have any kids listening to this show, do you? No, just my daughter eh, once in a while. She's we, nice. we, raised, we raised a couple. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they don't listen, right? What does Zoe think of Space Jam? You know, I don't think Zoe's ever seen it, one, and two, like, she doesn't give a fuck about basketball. And, like, I don't know how well a Space Jam sequel would play today. Because, like, I'm like, do kids give a fuck about Bugs Bunny? What no. the fuck did you just put up there, Nyes? I don't know what the fuck that is, but I had what to share fuck it. Am- that's someone fucking Lola's heart. Okay, that's her heart coming out of her chest? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. What the fuck? I didn't have to scroll very far for that. 
That doesn't that is, even look fun. And where is, is the dick? Jesus what is the dick coming out of him? What? Why is her heart so big? <laughs> well, it, look at the size of the tits. It's got a match. Move. One. <laughs> oh my god, this is hor- that is horrifying. All right, let's take a break. I get the out of here. I gotta wa- I gotta wash that out of my brain. You broke the first half of the show, Internet. <laughs> Some ice cream to make myself. Are you sticking around for the back half, uh, Greg? Or are you going to call it a night? Uh, I'm going to have to call it a night here. Got an early morning there helping kids out. So, uh... I understand, man. I understand. I want to thank you for coming out and hanging out with us and for uh, letting us know what's going on. Come back uh, next month. Let us know how it went. Give us a little oh, uh, totally. post-show recap. It'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Uh, have fun, you guys. You're doing right good on, work. Man. Thanks for coming on. That guy's a good dude. I like this one where it's just her as a person. Right. And, like, I do... In, is that a pot leaf shaved into the side of her head? Uh, no, no, I think that's bugs. Is it? Yeah, it's like a like a Playboy bunny kind of thing. Kind of. Uh, oh, okay. I see. That's actually a really fucking good drawing, though. Yeah. That's awesome. Wood bang. Let's, uh... Let's take, I, I really gotta go pee. I didn't handle yeah. this. We'll come back... <laughs> Well, he said, fuck y'all, I gotta go to the bathroom. This is great, but I gotta pee. This is a Mega Ran song, played this live last week, and it was pretty damn great, so I'm gonna share it with you all now. Uh, enjoy this. We'll be back in a minute. Love you, bye. Break! You know we all die. This is fun. But the goal isn't to live forever, but to create something that will. Two, three, Here we go. Infinite lies. We got infinite Say never, we're gonna live forever. Uh-huh. Infinite lives, we got infinite lives. Never say never, we're gonna live forever. Yo, heard you only live once. Well, I'ma disagree, cause you can live forever and forever doesn't cease. Live through your creations and the people that you teach. So I live through my music eternally through the beats. First email says I'm digging that verse. The next four emails, I'm missing that merch. You can't take it with you, and so I never intended to. For my last interview, this is the gift I'm sending you. Never gonna die. with the flows cause God knows she learned more about life from Pox Pox's works than she ever could have gotten to church is that wrong living for that song learning from that lyric and steering others from wrong we living off love never needing a meal full from the enlightenment and warmth that we feel yeah overflow of emotion from chilling chasing the girls to floating over the ocean and maybe changing the world first two emails like hey that's tight next few emails you changed my life even if I get Cause I've got infinite lies We got infinite lies Never say never We're gonna live forever Infinite lives We got infinite lies Never say never We're gonna live forever 
live once, well I beg to differ Cause you can live forever through the feelings you deliver From the first raindrop to the rush of a mighty river I give you the bigger picture, picture and leave a fissure Open and full of hope and it's smoldering like a cauldron Proceeding with caution will never be your garden pardon Everybody who got it and left my memory clouded I decided instead of complaining I'd do something about it Forever's not a time, it's a place of a state of mind No, they never gave me mine, I elected to stay behind There's deeds I need done, pages I haven't filled Places I haven't been through, mistakes I haven't killed Lies I haven't touched and words I need to say Tell me who needs forever when all forever's today If I die, it's right on time, it's meant to be this way Now tell me who needs forever, all forever's today Come on Infinite lies, we got infinite lies Never say never, we're gonna live forever Infinite lives, we got infinite lies Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up. And gets you a pretty cool t-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So we've got some news stories to talk about. Yeah. From the past couple of weeks. Uh, well, we'll to get them as quickly as possible because we do we, we did go yeah. very long. But that's okay. It was, Probably, worth it. It was a fun segment. Yeah. It, was, it was a good first half. Yeah, for sure. Probably the biggest story was uh, Steve Dillon passed away. Uh, Man, that sucks. Obviously a big deal to the podcast. Uh, You know, many of us are big Preacher fans and Punisher fans. I was thinking about it, and, like, you know, I I love... Preaching, punishing, all that stuff. And like, and he and Steve Dillon was one of those guys. Like, he his artwork wasn't the biggest and flashiest. Like, you know, it didn't do, you know, rubble porn or anything like that. But then, you know, it, it wasn't the most detailed. But he was one of the best like storytellers working man. Like, there's you could, you could almost like, kind of think whenever Steve Dillon drew a silent issue, and I got a couple of them. Like, they were the best ones. Didn't they do a Saint of Killers issue that was silent? I yeah, f- the Saint of Killers, and then um, 
he did a Punisher as well that was a silent issue. It was <clears throat> fucking great. So good. Very distinct work. Like you can't miss that it this his work. His face Oh yeah, is, no, ma- yeah. 100 miles 100 miles away. Yeah, like, excellent. I couldn't imagine uh hair star with someone else drawing him in in the book. Like no. when I think of hair star, I think of the Steve Dillon face. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly posted it right after that that might be one of the ways one of the ways I found out I think was when Kelly posted that that nine panel grid which <laughs> Star is first noted admiring <laughs> his dickhead his star. dickhead. <laughs> oh god. It's I so love that page funny. so much. What is the last line? It's just fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like god damn something like that. <laughs> yeah. Another great star moment that Steve Dillon drew is it's a two page spread. Um, which Preacher did not do a lot of, you know. So it's a two-page spread. They're in Monument Valley. He's waiting for Jesse to come. And it's, he's just uh, flanked on both sides. He's walking down, like, this, you know, tunnel between two, like, you know, parallel rows of, like, giant tanks, you know. And so they're just tanks on all, all sides of him, just these fucking giant weapons. And Star is standing there with his hand behind his back. And there's one word blue on the page, and it says, I have an erection. <laughs> it's so, so fucked up that Hairstar was just such a great character. Yeah. Such a piece of shit, just an evil, horrible person, but what a just entertaining character to follow. Because horrible shit kept happening to him. Yes, yes. Like, you know, he, he, he had the dickhead. He lost an ear first. He lost his ear. And then he got the dickhead scar. Hell, he lost his eye before any of that. Uh, lost a leg at one point. Did he he lose a hand, too, I think. Maybe he might have lost a hand at some point. Like, he was, like, the opposite of that one guy from Police Academy who is always just narrowly <laughs> avoiding disaster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it. So I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they do with him on the TV show. But, yeah, but... Regardless, it's uh, it's it's it really bones me out. And uh, the the hell the Punisher book this that Steve Dillon is drawing right now that Becky Cloonan is writing is really fucking good. And I'm yeah. just, I'm really I, I really hate that he's uh, he's no longer with us. Did, well, I saw somewhere that someone said he's known for a while. He was 54. They haven't said what uh, he passed from yet, but someone suggested that he had known for a while. So is that right? Who knows? Yeah, I saw it. that was uh, Liam Sharp said that. Wow. I mean, was I thought it... I read earlier today that it was uh, his like appendix burst. Huh. Wow. I could be wrong. That could have been like a wrong report, but I saw that today. I mean, was the That's... Becky Cloonan, Steve Dillon Punisher book supposed to be a limited book or? No, it's an ongoing. Well, as, as far as ongoing Marvel books go. Right, now. yeah, which means it'll make a 14 episode issues and then, you know, do number one the next month, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, that really, really bummed me out. Like, that that one, that hurt, man. He was, you know, he's a formative artist uh, yeah. for me. He's one of the big ones. R.I.P. R.I.P., Steve Dillon. Uh, what else yeah. we got here? Uh, A&T, AT&T is in talks to buy Warner Brothers. Really shouldn't be legal. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be like, AT&T, AOL, Time Warner. No. Well, no, it's not actually really, AOL anymore. Really shouldn't be able to do that. Like come the fuck on. 
That's so that's so bad. So fo so bad. Probably probably not good for DC. If that not good happen. for anyone. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> the uh AT&T comes in, they might look at DC like fucking uh AOL Time Warner looked at WCW. <laughs> Ooh. Fucking Marvel buys the DC tape library. <laughs> Brings on just like they they're not able to get like the the high name superheroes, but they're able they to get like uh like Ragman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're able to get like Bane and Ragman and uh uh Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific is like their Booker T. <laughs> <laughs> He yeah, fights for the, if the guy's on Arrow, they can get them. They yeah. get the Arrow guys. Yes. The Arrow guys. Yeah, Mr. Terrific fights Wolverine in a grocery store. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Uh moving on. Uh Lee, you wanted to talk about all these X Men teasers. I mean, I don't know if I really wanted to talk about them. They're, <laughs> they're a thing that's happening. Yeah. Uh it, it is fairly interesting in as much as, you know. This is the first time that Marvel has like actively hyped an X Men thing in like two years. Well, that's because the kind of look good. They're all going to be in humans then. Yeah, one of the books is uh, uh, X Humans. Yeah, that that might have been a gag. I can't decide if that's real if that's a gag. I honestly don't know now at this point. I really don't know. No, but that's real. I fe- I feel that's real. Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know. It's Very on the outhousers, though. It could be fake. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It could go either way. But regardless, Kelly's right. That's probably what it's going to be. But they're doing uh, Iceman. Uh, whether this is young Iceman or old Iceman, it's definitely going to be gay Iceman. We know that for sure. That's Exploring life as a gay and human. Yep. 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 Which boy, that last issue of all uh, the X Men about I- Iceman trying to cruise dudes was really painful to read and really boring. Well, think about uh, trying to have gay sex with Iceman. That's got to be painful. No shit, right? Uh, Jean Grey. Sorry, shrinkage. <laughs> Generation X, which I will admit got me kind of excited because, boy, did I love that book when I was young. Oh, boy, howdy, the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I did love Generation X. Generation like X. Jam, but yep, yeah, a Generation book, X book is back, and fucking Space Jam is back in the theaters, and we're about to have a Clinton in the White House. Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> Abel's gonna be hot again. So fuck it. So yeah, it's it's next. They're gonna it's, bring it's back gonna AIDS. Out of that fucking, the death of X is happening, and it's gonna be fucking the Inhumans versus X Men. Who gives a shit? And the then death of the X gene. That's it. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna cure the the Terrigen sickness by making them all Inhumans or something. That's that's what they're gonna do. That's 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 it. That's that has to be it. I mean, they did it once to. Quicksilver. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you're exactly right. I forget who was asking about that, but like, the whole plot point is that the 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 mist is toxic to humans and like, and to mutants, and that that's how he got his powers back. Like, they just making shit up as they go. Fucking comic book nonsense. <laughs> but hey, if you like X Men and you've been like, what the fuck? It's going to be a good time to be alive coming up in January. So good for you guys. It's going to be rad when they just show up in Agents of, Sh- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, right? Fucking Wolverine hanging out for no good reason. 
And Ike Perlmutter is just flipping off the camera and going, Fuck you, Fox! <laughs> okay, okay. Came out of seclusion for this! Since we brought it up, this Logan trailer. Logan trailer and Guardians of the Galaxy trailer dropped, like, as we were sitting in a layover in Newark. And neither of us wanted to watch it on our phone, so we waited until we got to Mumbai. I have been talking shit about this Logan movie from, from the start. Like, I don't give a fuck. The The previous Wolverine movies have been lame. The X-Men movies have gotten worse. But, watch that trailer, and I am fucking in! <laughs> yeah, that shit's borderline dread level trailer right there. It's a really, really good trailer. Like, at first, when I started it's hearing... So, but Spider-Man 3 had a pretty good trailer, yeah. too. When I started hearing... Johnny Cash hurt. I was like, oh, that's lame. Yeah, he was like, oh, fuck that. Oh, boo. Fuck that. Then by the end of it, I was like, okay. It had to buffer. (laughs) We couldn't get past, like, the first 30 seconds, so we paused it and let it buffer. And during that buffering time, he's like, all right, Johnny Cash kind of works. I'm kind of in. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like any superhero movie that we've ever seen. Didn't watch the Red Band one, though. Ooh, there's a Red Band. Which I don't know if I want to, because if this is going to be the first time we're going to see Wolverine get down like that, I think I want to save all those moments for the theme. The only thing I saw that looked kind of red band was like a really quick bit where he puts his fist under a guy's chin and snicks right through his fucking skull, which was kind of dope. Yeah, I saw that still frame. So, So I know that the claws go through somebody's fucking head. But, goddamn, man, of, I can't that's a good trailer. I can't think of any reason why Xavier should be in this movie. Yeah, it's so weird that he's there. Like, he, well, that's, him they're going to give him his death. Him and Wolverine are the only two left. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a, a weekend at Bernie's buddy cop. Yeah. It, but, it, but well, it, you know he's going to die. It does look really good, though, man. It looks really good and effective. And, I like and it doesn't look... Like a comic book movie. It doesn't no, it look doesn't like it looks like a legit movie. Like, like, like a, a good movie. It looks it like it just happens to be old Wolverine. It looks it, like it, the it Revenant. Like, yes. Or, or or like you know, or like those kind of really Oscar baby good, interesting, introspective Wolverine yeah. arcs where he's not wearing the costume. You know, like it the yeah. those, those those kind of stories have existed for years, you know? And they're finally doing one on the movies. Hopefully, it doesn't look and he like he looks good as an old wolf, as an old man Logan. He yeah. looks good. It doesn't look like there's going to be a CGI sword monster at the end, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, please don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> don't do it! Yeah, I said after Apocalypse that I'm out on the X Men movies, and until they reboot the X Men movies, I am out on the X Men movies. But I like watching Hugh Jackman fuck around as Wolverine, so I was kind of into this anyway, whatever that was going to be. But then I saw this. And then and drop the mic. Super Done. in. Done with Wolverine. Drop the mic. Be, be the movie that turns it around and let that be your legacy. Don't, don't, don't be in three more of these as fucking haggard down Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Go out on top as the... X-Men movie. You were there and for one. And, and then reboot yes. the X-Men and start over. Yeah, because it's yes. fucking time. 
I don't and even it, want it. It doesn't need to be an X Men movie. Like it doesn't right. need to be the X Men movie. I just, I, I think, distance yourself. Make it. Yeah. Just a fucking Logan Professor X road trip movie. <clears throat> yeah, I saw some headlines about the director talking about how it does or rather doesn't fit into other X Men movies. I have no interest in reading that interview because it doesn't fucking matter. None of them, yeah, none of them fit together anymore. It's fine. Yeah. None of it matters. They don't yeah, care. it looks great. Uh, also looks great is Gardens of the Galaxy sneak peek. Not a trailer. Yeah. Sneak peek. Uh, that's another one where the music came on. Uh, the Uka Chaka started coming on, and I was like, for a split second, I was like, why would they use that again? And then I'm like, no, he has two fucking cassette tapes. Of course, right, yeah. we're going to hear that song again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, I'm balls deep in any Guardians movie they're going to come out with, yes. so uh, they fucking got me. But lots of, again, it's like a minute and a half thing. Really good bits, though, like the spaceships for emergencies only. Or for fun, fun. written in crayon <laughs> below it. Like, good stuff. Uh, like, uh, like that thought of, uh, uh, fuck, my, uh, Michael Rooker. What the fuck, his character. Yondu. Yondu. Yeah, running around with uh, the Guardians more it makes me very happy because I really like Michael Rooker. Yeah. So yeah he looks Gunn like he's about to be in it for a while. Well, yeah, he's I'm in the fucking that. poster. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for all this. Him and I, Nebula both are are full fledged guardians now. But I keep like I, I don't want to like I think this may be the last thing that I watch. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. Maybe may the first trailer, but I don't want to see like a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, right. no, no, no. So I kind of keep forgetting that it's coming out because I'm I'm kind of trying to not be too inundated with it, but. Boy, this is going to be a lot of fun. So, so next year we have Guardians, Spider-Man, and Thor. Is that and, right? And is Logan. Next year? And Logan, right, yeah. And Wonder Woman and Justice League. It's going to be a fun year until Wonder Woman and Justice League bring down the party. <laughs> <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> Just fucking coming in a bummer. Hey guys, here's our new movie. <laughs> kind of dark. Could be good though. Could be I good. hope so. I hope the trailer looks good, but then again, so did Spider-Man three. Yeah, but but I'm in from what I've seen. Just don't fuck us over. You know what trailer didn't look good? Batman v Superman. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, talking about X Men movies. Uh. Tim Miller out on Deadpool 2. Yeah, this is a shocker. Uh -oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The uh, ever-present creative differences, which is fucking crazy. Like, because, like, Fox didn't want that movie. They didn't right. want to make it. Right. Like, they had to fucking beg, borrow, and steal to get it done. It wasn't until the fucking test footage leaked. Like, okay, maybe we'll give it a shot, you know? Give the man whatever he wants for the sequel. Well, what I was reading was the differences were between Tim the Miller. director and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Saw that which, too, yeah. which is even more shocking. Like the, When I uh, mentioned the story to Jose, he thought it was going to be a matter of, you know, it made $800 million worldwide, so the studio's sticking its dick in there, and, you know, it's a, it's a you know, a, an, an Edgar Wright situation, 
But then I was like, no, it's fucking him and Ryan Reynolds are buttonheads. Yeah, the one story I read was that he kind of, being a guy from video games and big stuff, he wanted to go bigger with the next movie with more effects and shit like that, whereas Ryan Reynolds and the writers wanted to do another kind of more, you know, I guess lower key movie like they did the first one. Is, but that, the, the, is that the case? Then fuck him. What, fuck Tim Miller. <laughs> fuck off, dude. Like, I'm all for keeping it low key, you know? Yeah. But also, but but then you got to realize that that movie ended with a giant fucking like you know half finished tanker boat thing like falling in out of the sky like that that movie had some big pieces in it so yeah but you see you, that movie didn't need that that didn't save the movie the movie if, if they ended the fight without a big fucking boat falling it still would have been great. The movie yeah. we don't need that big boat falling. I I firmly believe that movie benefited from the low budget, the the smaller budget in the grander scale of superhero movies because they had to fucking work harder. It's like yeah. it's like uh, you know if you're ugly, you better be good in bed. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn right. <laughs> so yeah, so I went from like you know being Fox give this man whatever he wants to. To then, I read the story, and I'm like, well, this guy's trying to fucking break the formula. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's not like everything's cool. Like, you know, he's doing, like, he's on some other Fox movie, like, right away. I mean, so he's, yeah. you know, it's not like anybody, you know, punch anybody out or nothing. So it's fine. But still, it's it's never good to see a shakeup when, when the formula was already working. They had a hit. Yeah, when you're bringing a team back from a hit, you don't want to see that team... But the writers are there. The writers are still oh. on board. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is still there, and I, I get the feeling he was—he's very much creatively driven uh, in the creative process. CBR's new layout is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, this is hard to get through. Holy fuck! Yeah, it is. Gross. Super gross. But yeah, I'm in. I'll watch again. Okay, um, so uh, J. Scott Campbell, J. Scott Campbell, did a Midtown Comics variant cover of Invincible Iron Man number one, featuring Riri Williams in a little crop top, and people. And goddamn, do I not care? People were not uh, huge fans of this. That's uh, the thing. Thought and that it was over sexualizing a teenage girl. And as of now, Midtown Comics has canceled the variant. It's so fucking dumb. I just, I just, granted, I had kind of a rough week with some shit going on, personally. So maybe that has something to do with it. But like, <laughs> I wish, I wish that like the worst shit in my day was like they just say this comic book cover. Oh my god, this comic book! Fuck all of you people. Like this, <laughs> this cover. Is not as sexy as the Milo Manera uh, Spider Woman, but it is sexier than that weird Powerpuff Girls cover. You think it's sexier than that? I I think it's yes. It is sexier than the Powerpuff Girls cover. Yes. See, I didn't even see it as sexy. I just saw it. this is just how J. Scott Campbell draws. Right, people. right. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying personally. My view is I just think on the level of sexiness 
this shows more skin and she's more curvaceous than those Powerpuff Girls were. The Powerpuff sure. Girls was a controversy because the artist gave them a little bit of tits and, you know, they're kids. This one, she's supposed to be, what, is she supposed to be 15? 18? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think any, any, excuse me, any of the art is grossly over-exaggerated. It looks like a J. Oh. Scott Campbell drawing. She She's doesn't have much dressed like, like how in shape girls dress. Right. Yeah, and you know, you hired J. Scott Campbell to draw a cover, and you don't think it's going to look like this, you're fucking dumb. Like, he's just do- yeah, Don't hire J. Scott Campbell to do a J. Scott Campbell and if you're going to you bitch about a J. Scott Campbell. We got Quentin Tarantino to come and make this movie, but uh, people say the N-word and motherfucker a lot in this movie, and I'm really confused <laughs> by what's happening here. This movie is offensive and hurts my sensibilities. Fucking dumbasses. But then you, you scroll down in this Outhousers article, and they show kind of the concept design for the character that's going to be inside the book, and the the character does not look the same from... The cover image to the interior concept work, but that's also not what she looks like in you know the Iron Man book that she was introduced in because my daughter draws differently than uh, Stefano Caselli. Yeah. You know, like it's just it's comics, man. Like it's it's, it's I don't know. This it had been a while since we had a uh, cartoonish outrage over a piece of artwork, so. Yay, I guess. <laughs> Fuck, man, hitting that quota. <laughs> and then uh, but ending on a good note good note wonder well, woman well hey don't forget though what put that pre-order in we might be able to <laughs> save it uh wonder woman is now a un ambassador uh, sure is thanks to How about Wo- that? wonder woman's 75th anniversary and um linda carter dc's diane nelson gal gadot Undersecretary Christina Gallick and uh, Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins were there at the ceremony with a bunch of fucking uh, kick-ass little teenage girls in their Wonder Woman t-shirts. Super happy that Wonder Woman's a, a UN ambassador now. And Linda Carter! God damn! Yeah, you still get it. Whoa! Howdy! She could be a UN UN ambassador anytime. No shit. It's a weird thing though. Like I don't, I'm very I'm very confused by this <laughs> whole thing. Like legit, like, I I don't understand what this means <laughs> or what it's for. It's like, like you know, you're not real, right? <laughs> like, when shit goes down, are we gonna call these actresses up and send yeah. them out there? I just. I feel like just, you know, fucking, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the UN sometimes, sometimes has issues regarding credibility in the uh, world stage. I don't think that, you know, honorary ambassador Wonder Woman is going to help matters much. <laughs> very weird. No, 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 no. Not honorary. Official. <laughs> oh, no. That's a good point. This is, yeah, okay, no, you're right. <laughs> Fuck me, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, does this mean that, like, Gal Gadot and Linda Carter and 
Patty Jenkins and Diane Nelson, they all get to, like, share the ambassador title? Like, do they get to fucking roll up in the UN whenever? Does Gal Gadot have diplomatic immunity now? (laughs) (laughs) she She can have diplomatic immunity with me anytime. Her and Lena Carter. Oh. Lena Carter is beautiful right now. Good for her. Gal Gadot might be one of the most... What's your words? What is the word I'm looking for? Don't know, but watch your words. <laughs> we're, we're in delicate like, times here, sir. And just the fact that she's so into being Wonder Woman? The, yes, yes, yes. But yeah, she, she's very enthusiastic. She's enthusiastic. She just glows. She is super positive. And yeah, just like when, uh, like when you first saw Andrew Garfield talking about being Spider-Man. Like very much kind of like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that moment where he took the mask off and he's like, "I'm fucking here, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. used, people." And then they fired me. This it wasn't my this fault. Is, this is a very odd, uh, an odd PR thing, and I, I really just don't understand. Hey, she's on stamps. She's a UN ambassador now. You know. Oh yeah, no one's gonna say that Wonder Woman is not an icon in like every possible. You know, definition of the word, but just what a weird. We're thing dealing to do. with a presidential you election end? where we got a deal where we got to pick between a giant douche and a turd sandwich. <laughs> so why not give Wonder Woman a UN amb- ambassadorship so that yeah, no maybe shit. Wonder Woman can straighten some shit out if shit goes down? No joke. Fucking doors to the UN bust open and it's all. Uh, they better not make her a scapegoat. They're gonna blame her for the election. I'm watching you, UN. Uh, Hillary's gonna announce Wonder Woman as Undersecretary of Whipping That Ass. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all the news. Did I miss anything? I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think you got everything. That's Look about. at all this news. Yeah. Uh, see what I got comic book wise. I'll tell you right now, I did not read. Bunch of any goddamn thing. I've been busy as hell. Fucking kids running my ass ragged. Got four kids to feed. Let's see what we got here. I need this yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, let's pretend that the sounder went off and I can't find my fucking wish from last week. Oh, God, this is the worst. My vamping doesn't work without sounders. God damn it. While Lee's oh, looking go. for that. Oh, uh, say it. Sounder. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, do the comic sounder. Yeah. The problem with comics is the game just got all over your hands. I was going to uh, say, while Lee was looking for his list, we could tell you what's going to happen on the next two weeks of NXT. <laughs> 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 Alright, so I got, I got it here. Um, okay, this came out last week, but we didn't talk about it, obviously, so I want to talk about Reborn for a second. Um, holy shit, did you read Reborn, Kelly? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, this is uh, Mark Millar and Greg Capullo doing a creator-owned book for Image called Reborn. Um, it's, you know, the, it starts with just people dying in, in various ways, you know, natural causes, murders, whatever the case may be. And it kind of focuses more on this, mostly on this old, older lady in a nursing home who's like, you know, I figure I'm about to check out, but you know, there is no afterlife, whatever, kind of just ready to fade out and die basically. And she dies and, you know, she has like a stroke or something and she dies, but she wakes up, you know, as basically like a magical fucking, you know, 
sci-fi warrior on the field of battle and immediately meets her dad who is like you know fighting goblins and shit with like you know their dog when she was a kid like it's this radical crazy ass version of the afterlife that's kind of fucking awesome and this is like a super effective first issue for me i thought it was really cool like really really neat so i I, i'm definitely coming back for two of that uh same with uh uh, Peepland from Hard Case Comics. I think Titan puts them out. Um, set in 1980s New York, uh, it, it just plays like you know these awesome 80s uh, crime flicks. You know the the, the dirty, nasty uh, Times Square or whatnot. You know uh, this you know guy is running from unknown assailants. You know and runs into this uh, you know uh, peep show booth and fucking talks to the chick behind the glass like, hey, you know, just be cool. I'm gonna bury this, you know, I gotta hide this this VHS cassette in this cushion and don't fucking tell, tell anybody I was here or whatever. And that guy gets killed and she finds out on the tape, the tape has a murder on it. So, you know, mystery is afoot, as the kids say. Fucking really cool. Looks neat. Artwork is cool. Um, I, I love a good crime comic and this looks like a pretty rad-ass crime comic. So definitely check out Peepland number one. It's fucking good. Did you read the other book from uh, Hard Case? Uh, no. I read, that's the one I read. Uh, that was uh, Trigger Man, and it's okay. based off a story by Walter Hill, the director of The Warriors. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's what got me in the door. And it's pretty good. Uh, it's like a kind of 20s era crime book, so very much in the vein of like a Boardwalk Empire or something okay. like that. I'll check that shit out, too. Yeah, right that on. one was pretty cool. All right, I'll do that one. Uh, let's see what else we got. We're talking about um, Amazing Spider-Man 20 is the second part of the Clones Conspiracy. Basically, just shows how Doctor Octopus got his body back, which you know we all kind of figured that was going to happen. But what's funny is that you know he went back to uh, like pudgy bowl cut Doc Ock as opposed to like you know the leaner like slick back Doc Ock. Which I'm just saying, if I had the opportunity to regrow my body, I'd shave off a few fucking pounds. So you missed opportunity, Otto. Missed opportunity. Um, maybe he feels beautiful with those extra pounds, Lee. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe he does. Maybe, Hasht- maybe I'm the asshole for body shaming Doctor Octopus. You're probably yeah, right. Yeah. Hashtag Doc Ox that look like Doc Ox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. What a shithead I am. This <laughs> fucking guy. Um, the uh, uh. Monster Men, uh, Night of the Monster Men event ended a crossover between Detective and Batman last week, and fuck, it's good. That was cool. Like, that whole thing was solid, and what I like about it, it's over. Yeah. Like, they, they told that story across Batman and Detective and Nightwing over the span of just a few weeks, you know? What, what ended up being, what, six parts, something like that? Yeah, it was six, yeah, six parts, parts across three books. So, two issues of each. You're fucking in. You're fucking out. They told a very cool, satisfying story that, you know, is going to have some implications on those books going forward. Like, it is all the shit you want a crossover event book to do. And they did it in two months. Fucking finished. You're goddamn done. I I, I don't know. That alone was, like, a revelation to me. I'm like, you can still do this? <laughs> like, wow. Way to go, DC. Meanwhile, we're seeing... Several books now that are, you know, basically branded as Civil War II Aftermath, and there are 
three issues left of that to come out. That right? Issue six comes out tomorrow. Yeah, I saw a but headline. Don't worry. Like, don't worry if you read uh, Infamous Iron Man. You already know what happens at the end of the whole event. Yeah, I haven't read that one yet. I have it, and like, part of me was like, I should wait until Civil War Two is over. Another part of me was like, No, they killed Tony. It doesn't fucking matter. I'll just read this yeah. now. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna be. Yeah, but like, we all knew that was coming. It's his turn. In- Infamous what? Iron Man. Whoa, is- whoa, whoa, what? Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... What the fuck ever. Uh, I, I, I'm, in, I'm in for... Uh, Alex Maleev drawing Doctor Doom as much as I'm in for anything else. Oh, fucking... that sounds really good. That sounds cool. Yeah, Don't I, get I, I like that. Jose. It's, it's, oh, it sucks? It doesn't suck, it's just kind of just okay. The... Mm. But from the writing, I mean, the artwork's cool, right? But I mean, you have to remember, he isn't like armor Doctor Doom anymore. Now, yeah, he's... it's pretty Doctor Doom because of Secret yeah. Wars. Which, goddamn it, again, they're still not talking about as being a thing that happened. Yeah. Like, they so now really... he just walks around looking like a dude. Hmm. Yeah, that kind of sounds disappointing. Yeah. I would legit, like, no, not to be super fucking uber nerd or whatever, but I really would kind of like to know, you know, what, like, how they reconcile the whole Miles Morales of it all. Like, (laughs) does he know he came from another world? It's all very unclear. I don't think they've ever gone into that. Like, it's all very unclear as to what the hell happened there, because, yeah, and that's shady storytelling. That's all that is. And that's just bad storytelling. Uh, yeah. Last thing I'll say real quick. I haven't read it yet, but Carnage number 13 came out last week. And that just means that we've got 13 consecutive issues of a book called Carnage. And that's kind of fucking nuts. And it's really cool. Like, I like that. It's a horror comic about Carnage with a ragtag team of people trying to take him out, including uh, Eddie Brock's. Uh, Toxin, we're in the Toxin symbiote. John Jameson, the Man Wolf, uh, a new symbiote. You got yourself a couple of F- uh, uh, FBI agent types. Like, it's rad as hell. And, you know, I'm sure once it hits, like, whatever it is, 16 or whatever, it's going to be gone, I'm sure. But I mean, it's, it's good good on Marvel for, for getting this thing a shot. Good on Yeah, them. it's a pretty good book. I've been enjoying that. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, yeah, that's what I got to talk about. Um, did you read uh, First Issue of the Champions by any chance? No. no. Back no, it's worth reading. I kind of like it. It's kind of good. No, I, I don't read much Marvel anymore. <laughs> I like uh, I like all those characters except for I don't give a shit about Amadeus Cho, but he's fun in this book though. But yeah, that's Amadeus, Amadeus. Exactly that. <laughs> uh, you got anything uh, else to talk about, Kelly? Uh, Transformers comics are good. They really are, aren't they? They really. I read are. um Last Stand of the Wreckers the other day. How good is that? That book is so fucking good. Why don't you yeah. guys just fuck already? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, we need to be uh... fucking robots of each other. <laughs> Will those robots be in disguise? Well, yeah, obviously. they'll be as plants. Yeah. <laughs> House plants. And my mom walks in and is like, don't worry, it's, it's my friend Lee, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a shrubbery now. Yeah. <laughs> Just hold on. Close your eyes for a second. Well, bam! Now he's Lee. Yeah. Boom. 
yeah, don't no, worry that my dick's out. Yeah. Last Day of the Records is basically a perfect comic book. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, like, the last issue reveals are so well done. Yeah, and it's just one after another, after another, after another, and it's fucking emotional terrorism. I love, I love it. It's great. It's com- they're com- the Transformers books, you don't expect to be good, because they're fucking Transformers comics. So it's the complete opposite of the movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the comic books being so good make the movies being not so good that much worse. And yeah. that's how I feel about the fucking Turtles movies. Right. With the exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like the amount of character work that they do in these books and the plotting is so tight and the just the depth to the storytelling is they got their shit together. Yeah. It's fucking amazing that these are just dumb robot toys. Like it's um, it's really amazing that these are easily the best comics that IDW is putting out. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah. They're, they're... T- tomorrow, two more Revolution tie-ins come out, and I'm buying both of them because yeah. they. they I'm got sure it. they'll be good too. <laughs> yeah. I yeah read the only some... thing about Revolution I didn't love so far was like uh the the Micronaut stuff because I'm not familiar with those characters fucking at all. Like I don't know yeah. a lot about GI Joe, but I know enough to get by. Yeah, I don't know shit about a Micronaut. You know, no, I'm the same way. But and I did read the first, uh, the four issues of, or actually, I read issues one, three, and four of Action Man. That was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for the Revolution tie-in tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the place though with the Micronauts that, like, you know, I'm, I'm reading it and like, uh, with the, how they are in the Revolution book, and I'm like, I don't know anything about them, but I'm going to assume. With as well as they've handled the G.I. Joe, Transformers, and ROM elements of this, that this is also really good, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to assume this is all coming together really well. And it's like, oh, wh- what fucking no-name did they get to write? Oh, yeah, it's Cullen Bunn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy actually does stuff. All right. Speaking of which, I finally get to read the ending of Six Gun, because the final trade comes out tomorrow. I haven't heard anything about that in a long time. Yeah, because I feel like it's been done for a while, and I don't know what took so long on this trade. That's weird, yeah. That's very weird. Yeah, because I saw the trade, I'm like, holy shit, I forgot that series. A, was coming out, and B, I'm buying it, and C, holy crap, it ended. (laughs) Very odd. All right. Tomorrow is a rough, rough day for my wallet. Got 17 new comics... Two new manga, one trade, and one fifty dollar hardcover. God, God damn, damn, damn son! Yeah, Holy when it rains, shit. it pours. Oh, so, it's it's fucking pouring. I'm not picking up Hallelujah. all that tomorrow. Yeah, I can put that on an installment plan, son. Yeah, I can put that to the side and just get it later. Put that yeah. bitch on layaway <laughs> till the holidays go through. Because I've been buying too many Transformers hardcovers lately. No such so thing as too many Transformers hardcovers. That's true. You said yeah, you better watch a... your fucking tone with that. <laughs> IDW's, or not IDW, Dark Horse is putting out a collection, or starting to put out collections of Mobius comics. That oh, they, that's uh, right, yeah. Yeah, so the first one drops tomorrow, so I'm getting that. Right on. Cool. I'm trying to think of anything that I've read that's worth talking about lately. I'm sure there is, but I just don't remember. You know what I just realized... We haven't talked about at all. I think I was just about to bring it up. <laughs> What's that? The Walking Dead premiere. 
Oh, oh yeah. I was good. No, that I was thinking something else. What you're talking about how, how good Brad Garrett was in uh, Campino is Hagen? fucking Lando. Oh, oh that's, right. that's that's actual news that I give a shit about, right? Yeah, I've also uh, speaking of Gambino, how perfect is Atlanta? I haven't watched Atlanta. a single episode. Still it's haven't so seen good. it yet. The most recent episode is perfect. That the the nightclub one? Yes. One of my favorite exchanges in the nightclub episode is when his boy, the the not paper boy, but his friend, he leaves the like the the VIP area, walks out, you know, the, and he he walks, takes three steps, and he comes back and looks at the bouncer and goes, "Hey man, he says you uh." You ever had to throw out like another bouncer? And the bouncer goes, "Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> he knew all the moves." <laughs> <laughs> and the guy just goes, "Right on." They fucking fist bump, and he just walks away. <laughs> it's a great under- that guy, man, is so fucking funny. Like, uh, shit so with funny. the invisible car. Yes, the invisible car was, was great. So fucking funny. Uh, the one before that, where Paperboy was on the talk show, uh, talking about like you know trans issues and the rap community and all that stuff, and like they profiled the one guy, the obviously like sixteen year old black kid that was like, "I'm a thirty five year old white dude from Colorado." <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's it's on my to watch list. Uh, one show that I did watch the first two episodes of on the plane was Vice Principals. That's a good oh, time. I love yeah, that. That show's pretty that cool. That show is so fucked up and was not censored one iota. <laughs> God, but then I go to watch fucking Keanu again, and I fast forward to that scene, <laughs> and he says, what the freak's up with that? And I was like, off again. Yeah. Vice Principals starts kind of fucked up and then just gets progressively more so as the show progresses. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, you'll enjoy that. I, I have I, seen episodes, but I haven't seen them in a row. So, like, I jumped the one. The first one I saw was when they uh, got her. They were hitting the town. Oh, got her all sauced up. Good God! Yeah, that was amazing. So that's when I jumped in, <laughs> and then and then I watched another one outside of that one, and then on the plane I watched. The first two, or whatever ones that they had. Yeah, the, the fucked up thing about that is that, uh, you know, they they paint her as the antagonist, but like, she's a good person just trying to do her job. Like, yeah. she at no point does anything wrong to anyone. <laughs> like, that's the fucking worst part of it all. No, she's it's all, the main characters right by her are kids. the antagonists of their yeah. own show. Yeah, and they're, they're and they're so bad. They're so bad. Now, you'll enjoy that, nice, and you you also would like Atlanta a lot too if you watch it. I'm sure. That's yeah, good. I still have three episodes of Luke Cage to finish. Lando Gambino. <laughs> Is it just me, or do the last couple episodes of Luke Cage feel like they're hours and hours long? Yeah, I don't we know. I haven't up, watched uh, them <laughs> last night, the night before last, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, they're, they're, the pacing overall is definitely different. Um, I don't mind it. Um, but it is. It does feel like they kind of tread a little water at some point there towards the end. Yeah, but it was too. Bad. I think it was too long of a series. I think they could have. How far are you, uh, Jose? How far are you? I haven't. Here? I haven't came back from uh, the bazooka scene. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, I don't want to say. So what I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of far back. Yeah, I have one more episode to go. It's good. It's a good one. 
I still keep forgetting that shit you gave me, and I keep forgetting to watch fucking Preacher. I got I got Atlanta in there too, man. So whenever you're ready. Oh, William Sutton. Yeah, it's there too. All right, all right. I got to get back on that shit. Yeah. Uh, anything else, uh, gentlemen? You read anything on the plane? Think we're talking about? Uh, we did get to meet the artist of Fight Club Two while in India. That was kind of cool. Oh, nice, Cameron Stewart. Cameron I like that guy's stuff. Right? Yeah, he seemed he seemed to be pretty fucking cool. Cool dudes. Yeah, uh, at the end. One of the um, yeah that that one I stopped buying single. I'm just going to get the trade. Because yeah, I, I got I got tired of trying to read them one by that I I don't want to watch Fight Club twenty minutes at a time. I yeah, want to watch fair. Fight Club. Yeah, it gets so I'm just gonna get way, the way way meta at the end too. Like maybe too meta for its own good. Your well, mileage may vary. Maybe that's why the, he had trouble getting it out as a book. Maybe. So, what the fuck was I saying? That Cameron Stewart? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the, they also had the artist who draws uh, one of the Street Fighter books. And caught, he, he was all incognito. He had his hoodie on, uh, Giants cap, and, you know, just incognito. Just straight fucking up all these Indian kids in the new Street Fighter game. Uh. And he, they had, like, a little arcade set up. And uh, you know, the, like the knob on yeah, an arcade the, game, the joystick, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, the, the, the joystick knob, the yeah. knob was broke off. That's what so us. That's holding... what us humans from Earth call it, the joystick. <laughs> yes. So the the joy was gone. He's just holding the stick and <laughs> still fucking these kids up. So I I was walking by. We asked him to get that shot, but the days were hectic. We happened to catch him on his own. He was like, I'm on break. I'm going to go fuck up some Indian kids in Street Fighter. <laughs> Went over there on his own, put his quarter on the side, waited his turn, got up in there, and just fucked these kids up. <laughs> That's just, amazing. Just pop, 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 That legit makes me smile so hard. And I'm watching, and, like, the guy, you know, the guys he's playing – they get their special, they go for the special, he blocks it, and then hits them with a special after they fuck up theirs. KO. I think it would have been funnier if he was just getting trounced yeah. by some, like, 11-year-old. Like, look at me like, stop. Stop recording. Yeah, you can't delete that. that. <laughs> but instead, he was straight fucking these kids up. So he's the truth. When it comes to Street Fighter, he's the goddamn truth. Ain't no poser. God damn it. Mm, mm, mm. Alright, let's call it a night. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about Walking Dead next week. Maybe well, next. I didn't watch it. No, who watched I it? Didn't? Okay, I watched it. I watched it. Uh, we, how we good wrote... was Brad Garrett? Like, how good was Brad Garrett? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Brad Garrett slash Jeffrey Dean Morgan enthusiast, so I was going to be happy anyway. I don't know who that second guy is. That guy is? familiar? No? Is that who plays Rick? He no, ain't no, no Matthew Modine, motherfuckers! <laughs> no, he's he's gonna play Flashpoint Batman. Yeah, oh, of course. Well, that's right. Okay, yeah. But yeah, no, Brad Garrett. So <laughs> fucking good in that role. Yeah. 
he, he is really good. He, he is great. Like he's going to be. I've heard that name. Who's Brad Garrett? The guy from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. The yes, brother. The brother. You know, Negan. He's in Walking Dead now. Yeah, he's Negan. <laughs> Jose. Nice. Jose the bit is that Kelly thinks that he <laughs> looks like Brad Garrett. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Lee. Shut up, I'm Lee. Really, really confusing Jose. <laughs> Look, I've already convinced one person that it's Brad Garrett, okay? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Goddamn, that's funny. So funny. The Brad more Garrett. I keep with it, the more I can get people to believe me. In- interesting bit of Brad Garrett trivia. He has a tattoo of Bugs Bunny spanking Lola Bunny. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week if everybody watches it. If not, I don't have to talk about it. I, it's fine. I, I'm I'm pretty much done. I, I I still haven't came back from season four midway. I didn't watch when they did that thing. I didn't watch any of the second half of last season. I'm not really interested in this season. I, I know who died. It, it's it's really not high on my priority list anymore. I just thought it was funny that a Walking Dead premiere happened and none of us brought it up until the very end. Yeah. yeah I mean, I was very surprised that they double-dipped on the killing uh, at the end, but, I mean, couldn't be too... I just don't give a fuck about those people. <laughs> you know, I don't care about it. Like, I'm... There are so many other shows that I'm so much more emotionally invested in because they're... Um, Oh fuck! What is it? Uh, paced well. That's it. Yeah. They're uh, wait, what, compelling to uh, watch. That's that's the thing. Yeah. But look, Walking Dead doesn't have to be good. The trailer park morons are going to keep watching it. Yeah. Maybe. For a second, I Maybe. thought the trailer park morons was another show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on AMC after Talking Dead. Uh, we're man. we're trailer the trailer park, park morons. And let me tell you something. That's why I can convince them that Brad Garrett is Negan. <laughs> you sure can. You're doing the Lord's work, Kelly. Yep. <laughs> right. so join looks us good with beard. Week. Looks good. At 10 p.m. Eastern. 9 p- no, we won't be here next week. Tell you what. Right. I, I do, uh, keep an eye out on the uh, the Twitter feeds. Because um, between now and when the boys get back from their fucking globe trotting, um, we should be able to put together some kind of a... Uh, maybe Kelly and I... Maybe we'll, maybe we'll bring John Michael in. Maybe we'll fucking watch the 97 Power Rangers or some shit and put a comment. Yeah, we can do something. That'd be fun, yeah. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll if you guys can make it happen. Yeah, I found Fuck out us. software that let me record <laughs> Skype calls. So I don't think I can broadcast with the Mac right now, but right. I can definitely record. So we'll figure something out. So keep an eye on Ray, zo- the zombies are outside, Ray. Don't <laughs> <laughs> he's the blowfish from Nemo again? Yeah. <laughs> he's Krang from Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, that's right. He was cranked from Ninja Turtles 2 for some fucking reason. It was supposed to be Fred Armisen, and then Fred yeah, Armisen got fired. So strange. As if that wasn't any less weird. So, uh, Fred Armisen had to go to a R.L. Stein cosplay convention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do something in the, the coming weeks. Maybe a couple of different somethings. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back live again. Goddamn, when? Like the... Uh, November, 20, November 22nd. Yeah, just in time for Thanksgiving. What yeah. are you thankful for? New podcast, podcast, bitches. Yeah, are yeah. you, are you yeah. going to be in town for that podcast? God, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, we're doing Thanksgiving at home this year. So oh, we'll good here. for you guys. You guys have been doing a lot of traveling. Yeah, Nicole, uh, 
is threatening me with Christmas in Illinois next year. And that makes me really sad. It's because uh, Nicole's sister's pregnant. They have a baby. And the baby's first Christmas. And, like, it's not personal. Not that I don't want to go see her family. Like, you know, I said the same shit when she made me come visit my family on Christmas when we lived up there. Like, I just want to fucking travel on Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't do it at all. Okay, here's what we do. You go, you, you go, you overshoot where uh, Nicole's family lives. You come to my house and your car breaks down. And then you'd have to spend Christmas here. Aw, shucks. I like what you're saying. I like where your head's at, son. We, we make it work. We make it I work. I like where your head's at. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Good stuff. But yeah. A lot can happen. Between now and then. Maybe she's like, you know what? You're right. Christmas in Illinois would suck balls. <laughs> Maybe we should just bring all your family here where it's warmer. There you go. Space, you know? That's how you do it. Yeah, we have the space. It'd be fine. You know? Yeah, Lee, yeah. you love having family in your house. Better that than <laughs> you know spending. Uh, yeah, I, I would rather. Ha- I would rather that. Straight the fuck up. Rather that. But because you know it's winter in Illinois. I I, I did my time. <laughs> I did my winter in Illinois time. But you know, yeah, I'm sure we'll be there next year. So expect some salty podcasts come New Year's Day in 2018. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, I was cold for a week. I didn't like it, guys. You're going to be salty. <laughs> You're going to be salty, but then we're going to remind you that we're just five months away from Avengers Infinity War. That's right. That's right. God damn right. And one month away from Space Jam! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back uh, 22nd live at chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, in the meantime, we will do something. We'll put something up for you guys uh, to listen to. Uh, Keep you keep your keep your Wednesdays at work. Something happening for you guys. So yeah, uh, yeah. Good luck, gentlemen. Godspeed. All that fun stuff. Thank you, sir. Be safe out there. Motherfuckers be crazy. Bitches be tripping. Mm-hmm. Just don't look at so. the man, ladies. No, no. Eyes forward. Eyes forward, Jose. Eyes forward. Them lady boys said. <laughs> Always <laughs> forward. Hey, get King's pink attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com, or leave us a voicemail by calling 616-951-1POP. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, talk to you guys later. Uh, for Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, uh, go to uh, buttonmashbash.org, man. Make a donation. Uh, Greg's doing the Lord's work over there. It'd be fun times. I'm the uh, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys uh, next month. All right. Night. Love you. Oof. Goodbye. I don't wanna know the dinosaurs in my life. I don't wanna know she lied like I got in only why, 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 why? Just go but I can't do far. The new beginning I gotta believe I'm on a mission right now. Hey, get that, hey, get that.
Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey!